in the AM is live at Breweria High School in Elizabeth, New Jersey. And anybody who thinks that high school starts at 8 or 8.30 or 8.45 on a typical weekday morning here at Breweria, things start at 5 a.m. I know this firsthand because we were here bright and early. And a big thank you to the staff and all the great people here who are the support staff at Breweria and JEC for uh, being here very early and getting us started. And we are set for a big celebration. I mentioned on the air this week... Now, we have a long-time amazing relationship with Breweria High School uh, over the last three decades. They're in existence already for five decades, and then we'll talk about that big celebration today. And uh, it seems that every time we uh, get together with Breweria uh, anywhere, including in our own studio, it always seems to be a celebration, always seems to be a fun, lively, and amazing radio broadcast. And today, I'm sure, will be no exception. I know we're expecting some very special guests, obviously some of the uh, legendary and uh, recent staff members here at Berea High School. And we're focusing on an event that's coming up at the beginning of June that will celebrate JEC and all the amazing schools here in Elizabeth and specifically will officially kick off the uh, Breweria High School 50th Anniversary Celebration. That's why we're here today. Thanks for joining us, everybody. If you can't make it down here, keep us on your radio at 91.1 FM and all of our affiliates and, of course, the jmandtheam.org live stream. Also, keep in mind, this is unique for Breweria today. We are streaming live video live camera action. You can actually see me live on the spot. If you'd like to do that, it's very simple. You go to Ustream, ustream.tv slash channel slash Nahum Siegel net. And I am told by our uh, assistant David that anybody who punches in that address will be able to view our radio broadcast live on their computer all through the morning. We are expecting some great guests it's a unique opportunity, really a wonderful way uh, to check out live radio and to uh, see it happen before your eyes, even if you're not here on the spot. So plenty coming up from Breweria High School here in Elizabeth, New Jersey. It's an early morning Wednesday. We are expecting a great day with wonderful uh, faculty members, administration members, and, of course, students. They're in the midst of a big election here at Breweria. That's right. We're in the middle of a big campaign, which I'm told will finally end at the end of the week as the uh, election will finally take place. We'll talk about that and plenty more coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, up in Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web at jmintheam.org, and ustream.tv slash channel slash net.
the AM. Light comes from uh, Avramo. That's Avram Fried, Arye Kunstler before that. Rocking our morning here at Bruria High School as we get set to uh, meet and greet a whole bunch of folks today. I was already warned by uh, Rabbi Hagler that there's a very enthusiastic student body that's going to be visiting us during the 8 o'clock hour, as you would suspect, here at Bruria. I also had the opportunity this morning already to speak to Rabbi Tights, who was uh, reliving some amazing memories with me of uh, some some people who um, were key to the beginning of JEC and the Berea High School, and uh, we were uh, reminiscing about the quote-unquote good old days. The uh, Jewish Educational Center's 73rd annual dinner happens on Monday night, June the 3rd. We hope to be there and celebrate with everybody at JEC at the Venetian in Garfield, New Jersey. The dinner will begin at 6 p.m. and will feature keynote speaker by Chaim Wasserman, many distinguished honorees, which we'll discuss later on in this program, you can go to uh, thejec.org for information, thejec.org for information. And, of course, uh, that night, one of the focuses will be the Breweria High School 50th Anniversary Celebration, the kickoff of the Golden Anniversary. That's what brings us here today. A big thank you to Adina Abramoff, who has been working very hard, both here and with our staff, uh, to plan this morning. Everyone thinks you could show up and just do a three-hour radio show from anywhere. It takes planning, it takes initiative, it takes creativity, and thank God Adina Abramoff has all of those and is uh, coordinating things on the Berea end this morning. I'm sure we'll have a chance to speak with her later on. JM in the AM, we are from Berea High School this morning in Elizabeth, New Jersey, as we have hit the road yet again for another wonderful live radio show. Listen on the radio, make sure to be tuned in. On the web stream at jmnam.org, there is a Ustream link where you can actually watch what's happening here today. I assume you could see me right now if you're tuned into Ustream. Uh, you go to ustream.tv slash channel slash Nahum Siegel Net. Again, ustream.tv slash channel slash Nahum Siegel Net. You can see what's happening. If you're a brewery student, you can log on right now and see what's happening in your ballroom before you even get here this morning. How do you like that? An amazing system, this whole Internet thing. Uh, so you can log on and check that out and see the actual uh, show as it's going on this morning, whether you're in the building or not. JM in the AM with many special guests coming up. And again, circle the date of June the 3rd. We'll be talking about the 73rd annual dinner for the Jewish Educational Center. And uh, this comes from... Where are we here? This comes from Ohad Moskowitz. Shall 
Welcome, uh, J.M. and the A.M. legend, Mayor Fertig, who's here. Yeah, that's right. We've designated him as a legend now. I didn't say the legendary. I said J.M. and the A.M. legend, Mayor Fertig. Thank you, Mayor, for being here this morning. And uh, he is, he's on his way to work. And um, a brewery was a stop for him this morning on the way to work. Uh, J.M. the A.M., for those of you who are just tuning in, guess what? We're at Breweria High School in Elizabeth, New Jersey. You're all invited to come on down and say hi. We'll meet staff, students, and members of the administration coming up. I thank the wonderful support staff here for helping uh, get us ready this morning. Z.K. tells me, our chief engineer tells me, he could not have done it without them. That's what he says. Could not have done it without them. So thank you very much to everybody. Um, those of you who want to see this radio program, I know that sounds funny, actually see a radio broadcast, you could do it right now. Uh, go to ustream.tv slash channel slash Nahum Siegel Net. ustream.tv slash channel slash Nahum Siegel Net. Big thank you going out this morning to One Stop Kosher in Elizabeth, New Jersey. A truly one-stop market for grocery, meat, fish, takeout, bakery items, fruit, vegetables, even as an excellent sit-down restaurant, which they call Glot Star, specializing in grilled meats and sushi. They specialize in catering for all occasions, and today's breakfast is in fact sponsored by Pinchas Kassirer, the owner of One Stop and Glot Star. So next time you're on your way to or from Newark Airport, if you're going through Elizabeth, New Jersey, make your one stop at one, where's the camera, at one stop. You like that, huh? 73rd annual dinner for JEC comes up on June the 3rd. We hope to be there celebrating with them at the Venetian. Uh, one of the focuses that night. And our focus today is the celebration of Berea High School's 50th anniversary, their golden anniversary. And we'll talk plenty more about that coming up right here at JM in the AM. Keep it here, folks, on your radio dial at 91.1 FM and all our affiliates on the stream at jmtheam.org. And again, you can see what's happening here in the Breweria High School Ballroom and the smiling faces of an amazing staff and great people who are gathering here this morning between now and 9 a.m. Go to ustream.tv slash channel slash Nahum Siegel Net. Shame, shame, Hashem. Hey, Rav, Nuchem. Mi, Beis, Hashem. Baruch, Abba. 
in the AM with Baruch Levine. Good morning, everybody. We are at Breweria High School. If you're watching on Ustream, let me explain what's going on behind me. We have our Nahum Segal Network and JMM signs, but right in the middle, smack in the middle of these signs, there are about 412 awards and recognitions and plaques and the different things. If you're watching now, I'm pointing to them. We're actually just guiding you as to how to see them. Uh, right behind me, different things that the uh, Breweria High School staff and students have accomplished over the last 50 years. And this is just one good example of being at a uh, veteran educational institution that all the way until its 50th anniversary continues to be at the top of its game. We're here today as we're celebrating 50 years at Breweria. I want to thank Adina Abramoff who is here and has coordinated things on uh, on the uh, brewery end for us. In fact, yesterday, I am told, there was a very special day at JEC. Uh, a, a naturalization ceremony, for those of you who don't know what that is, when people want to become, when immigrants want to become citizens of the United States, they go through a naturalization ceremony. As Rabbi Hagler, who's sitting next to me, can vouch for. Good morning, Rabbi Hagler. Good morning. Were you at the ceremony? I was. It was unbelievable. The event was run in conjunction with the United States Department of Homeland Security, Citizenship and Immigration Service, featured somewhere between 25 to 30 immigrants, and happened right here at the JEC school. Uh, the eighth grade students were paired up with recent immigrants. They studied the process of the experience, conducted extensive interviews with them. Many of the immigrants live in this area. And uh, from what I'm told, it was quite... A ceremony. Adina, could you join us for a moment and tell us about uh, what happened yesterday? We say good morning to Adina Abramoff, who is here. Uh, it, it's funny because this event actually had a uh, an impact on when we would visit Berea High School. This event that happened yesterday, and we ended up, thank God, being here today. Good morning to you. Good morning. All right, tell me about yesterday, how it went, and the impact you think it had on the students. Well, first of all, I think it's something that none of us will ever forget. It was. It I don't was, think any other school has ever done it. <laughs> that's true. We were the first um, in the state of New Jersey, the first grade school that ever brought you brought the idea to the government. Um, they've done it at colleges in the past. The way it came about, I'll tell you quickly this: yeah. uh, how actually um, we thought of this idea. My son was studying for his civics. He's in eighth grade at RTMA. That's the boys' uh, middle school right. for JEC. And we were going through the hundred questions of citizenship that you have to study in order to become a citizen. And all of a sudden I remembered, I'm from Canada originally, and about 10, 12 years ago I worked for a chain of schools. Shout out to all my Canadian friends yeah. at Associated Hebrew Schools in, in Toronto. Yeah. And they hosted a citizenship ceremony um, with the Canadian government. Nothing like our program. It was really just where they uh, gave their Space, and they hosted it there, and there was a judge that they brought in. It wasn't a full program like ours was, but all of a sudden I remembered what, yeah, and I thought, well, I wonder if we can do that here. And obviously, my function at JEC is public relations marketing, and I'm thinking, well, this would first of all be an excellent public relations opportunity, and um, we just we took it through the channels. The teachers were interested, the principals were interested, and uh, then it was a matter of getting the government, and they were they were on board. It was a, it was a process, obviously, because it's it's government, but um, they were very excited. The, there were 30 citizens in the end that were sworn in yesterday right. representing 16 different countries. Um, you can actually, through our JEC website, you could actually see the Ustream live video that was shot then as well. Um, and I thought it was a great event. Rabbi Hagler, could you uh, tell uh, uh, if the students appreciated the enthusiasm that the immigrants had when they became citizens of the United States? Very much so. We had uh, one group of uh, our students who went over there 
bunch of 10th graders. And when we were coming back, they were just talking about how amazing it was and how special it was to see something. I think the word they used was, that was really cool. <laughs> they, uh, they, like many of us, may take their citizenship for granted. The right. fact that they're natives uh, here in the United States and born in the U.S. and uh, obviously, they get a different perspective through a program like this. This is what was happening yesterday at the JEC schools. And uh, we say mazel tov to all the immigrants who utilized your facility to become citizens of the United States. Great idea, Dina. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's great. I'll tell you one really interesting yeah, sure. thing was, um, was when the president of Kane University, when he started his address to them, he said to them, okay, now there are two things you have to do tomorrow morning. One, go get an American passport. Right. Two, go register to vote. Because that's something you probably couldn't do in your previous country. That's for sure. That, that is one thing. They're talking about taking things for granted. New immigrants don't take that for granted. They usually do go immediately to register to vote and make their voice heard. Uh, so that's what was happening yesterday here as um, uh, another unique program was instituted at the Jewish Educational Center. JM in the AM at 14 minutes before 7 o'clock. Already some students, it seems, are drifting into the uh, brewery high school ballroom. We'll meet... Yeah. Uh, Some of our Muncie uh, crew has uh, arrived. This early? This early. From Rockland County? Uh, yep. Wow. I hope they were listening to 91.9 on their way down in Rockland County, listening to JM in the AM. Do they have to switch as they get closer? I to would you? guess they have to, but you know, it's worth the effort when it comes That's to JM the AM. You know what I mean? I'm telling you this morning, I, I mentioned <laughs> that, that I got here, I came here before 6 o'clock. It's the first time I ever got into my car in the morning and couldn't turn on JM in the AM. Reminiscent of the person who said to me, you don't know what it's like to wake up to your show. And I said, you're right. I don't know what it's like <laughs> to wake up to my show. Uh, all right. So here we are. Uh, we're still before 7 a.m. Plenty of people coming up, special guests. And, of course, we'll talk about the big event. You'll be there on the 3rd of June? Me, certainly. That's right, Yep. That's Because on the 3rd of June, it's not only a dinner, which will honor some great people, and there are some wonderful people who are being honored that night. It's a great dinner for JEC, their 73rd annual dinner, which will celebrate Berea High School's 50th anniversary. Is there anybody in this building today who was in Berea High School the first day 50 years ago? Maybe Rabbi Tights, who was yeah, here earlier. That's, that's correct. Possible, that he was here on the first day. And we officially began in 62, 63, 64. Do we know the exact school year where things kicked off? We'll find that out and let people know because there may be people out there in the very first graduating class. I'm sure we'll hear from somebody Absolutely. who's in the first graduating class at Berea. In fact, I wonder who's... Is anybody officially accepting this or acknowledging this recognition on the 50th anniversary? Because I would guess you would choose somebody who was part of those early Back in. Sure. Um, we actually do have representatives from the very first graduating class who go. will be there, and there will be a special presentation. So if any of you are listening that are at, you know, from the first graduating class or any of the early classes, we urge you to come. There will be many reunions happening throughout the evening, um, really representing all of the decades of Berea, and especially that first graduating class. Is there a yearbook from the first graduating class Do we know? Um, there, there is. In those days, though, they shared it together with the boys ah. in one school, and they it was a combined, and, and they'll they'll be on display. So there you go. All right. So that should be very interesting, and I'm sure very emotional for a lot of people. Uh, the 73rd annual dinner comes up on June 3rd. Everyone is encouraged to get information, especially if you are a graduate, as Brewery will be cited for 50 years. TheJEC.org has all the information. TheJEC.org for all the dinner Information. We continue JM and the AM celebrating with Breweria High School on a Wednesday in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Keep it at 91.1 FM, jmandtheam.org. And, of course, you can watch all these proceedings. Ustream.tv slash channel slash Nahum Siegel Net. 
And I am told that if you go to the social stream area on the right side of the page on Ustream, you can actually comment on the show. So hopefully I look uh, chipper and dapper this morning, so I want to make sure those comments are favorable ones. You can check that out at Ustream right now. This is JM in the AM. Come a 
جای زگدش بارو خون اوی اکادش بارو خون سای باهو tuning in everybody uh we'll have our news from israel coming up at the top of the hour see it's already running in the background the news from israel you hear that zk unbelievable i don't know how we do it you're wondering what that noise was huh <laughs> so we'll do our news from israel coming up I want to wish a mazel tov to those who are being honored today at the amuna luncheon the amuna of america spring luncheon is taking place at hotel pennsylvania later on this uh, afternoon actually uh, a mazel tov going out to uh, Dr. Merrill Tish and Miriam Aran and Debbie Davidman and Vicki Harari and Miriam Morgenstern and Felicia Zwebner. They're all being cited for their uh, commitment to Amuna at 12 noon today at the Big Spring Luncheon. Mazel tov from all of us here 
at JMNAM. Also, I wanted to uh, remind everybody in the five towns and greater South Shore area that the Friends of the IDF have their second annual community event coming up to benefit the soldiers of the IDF this coming uh, Wednesday, today, May 22nd, with a buffet dinner beginning at 7 p.m. Ben Brofman is serving as Master of Ceremonies. You are all invited to attend. It's at the Sephardic Temple on Branch Boulevard in Cedarhurst. Go to the FIDF website for information, Friends of the IDF website for information regarding tonight's event. Also want to wish a Mazel Tov. We're in New Jersey, and uh, tonight in New Jersey, the Lefkowitz and Elbaum families are going to be celebrating. Simcha Lefkowitz and Miri Elbaum are being married this evening. A special Mazel Tov going out to the Lefkowitz family. I mentioned uh, Shimon and the uh, family yesterday, who are Baruch Hashem going through an amazing Simcha season. Uh, to the Lefkowitz and Elbaum families on tonight's Big Mazel Tov. We say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JMM. And again, that goes out to Simcha and Miri, and we congratulate them. We're live at Buria High School. We're going to meet some of the great people at Buria coming up here at JM in the AM. A reminder that, uh, as we've been mentioning uh, throughout the week, that June the 3rd at the Venetian in Garfield, New Jersey, JEC celebrates its 73rd annual dinner, and that night, in addition to some great honorees, uh, Berea High School itself is an honoree as they will celebrate 50 years of uh, Berea and uh, will introduce that night some of the uh, alumna of the uh, very first graduating class. Uh, Rabbi Teitz uh, earlier was telling me off the air about the early days of uh, Berea and how the uh, decision to open uh, the girls' high school uh, came about, and here we are 50 years later, and they are at the top of their game. Information about the dinner, thejec.org. Again, that's thejec.org. A reminder, you can watch us on Ustream. Those of you who've been curious what a radio program looks like, and if you're not in our studio audience today here at Buria, like some of the great people in front of me are, uh, you can actually go to your computer and watch this as it happens. Go to ustream.tv slash channel slash net. And if you go to the social stream area on that page, you'll be able to uh, actually comment on the show as it occurs. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listener-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and a special welcome to those from Rockland County, and around the world on the web at jmdm.org. Golly, it's all in the background right after our news. Rabbi Hagler says we'll meet some of the students who make this building so fun, so energetic, and so lively every single day. Can school, in fact, be fun, energetic, and lively? Rabbi Hagler, for for years, has been saying yes when asked that question. He'll prove it again coming up right here at JM in the AM. Happy 50th to Breweria. Their golden anniversary is being celebrated. And how did they kick it off with us? Right here at JM in the AM. Gali Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next at JM in the AM. צהל השעה שתיים, כאן רן יבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. חקירת הארץ החקפו למש ביישוב הבדואי אל פורה שבדרום, מהלך השג להם מחדל במשטרת ערד. כעת מתברר שהאם התלוננה נגד האב יממה בלבד לפני ששתי בנותיהם נרצחו וטענותיה לא טופלו. בעקבות הגילוי הורה מפכ"ל המשטרה יוחנן דנינו להקים צוות חקירה מיוחד שיבחן את הטיפול בתלונת האם, כפי שהסביר דובר המשטרה תבניצה ולון לבבי בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים יעל דן. בעניין, ואת זה בדיוק אנחנו עכשיו בודקים, אותה ועדה תבדוק מדוע לא נעשו דברים שאמורים לעשות באירוע שכזה, עם התראה כזאת לצורך העניין, עם דגלים אדומים שצריכים להיות מונפים זה אירוע מאוד מאוד כואב, 
ואנחנו, אני בטוח שהארגון בעצם שם את הדברים באופן שקוף ו, ואת האמת כולה אנחנו נביא לידיעת הציבור. כתובנו בדרום רמי שני מציין כי מספר קרובי משפחה נעצרו בחשד למעורבות ברצח הכפול, אבל האב שגופותיהן של שתי הילדות נמצאו בביתו טרם אותר. מוקדם יותר התייחס מפקד המחוז הדרומי של המשטרה יורם הלוי למסע ההרג בבנק בבאר שבע והודה ירי השוטרים לעבר הרוצח ובת הערובה לא היה מוצדק וסיכן את חיי האישה. הוא הוסיף, כלל לא ידענו שהרוצח מחזיק באבת ערובה. מסר כתבנו יותם ברגר. בג"ץ דן היום בבקשת המדינה להכשיר ארבעה מאחזים בלתי חוקיים בשטחים, ובאופן חריג שלחה שגרירות ארצות הברית נציג לישיבה. תודה לכתבנו עידו בן בג'י. המדינה מבקשת להפוך ארבעה מאחזים להתנחלויות חוקיות, וההחלטה מעוררת אי נחת בשגרירות ארצות הברית, ששלחה לדיון את האחראי על נושא ההתנחלויות בשגרירות כדי לעקוב מקרוב. בין המאחזים שמבקשים להכשיר גם המאחז גבעת אסף, שהוקם על קרקע פלסטינית פרטית, וכעת טוענים תושביו שקנו את הקרקעות הנציג אנדרו שוט סירב מצידו להגיב בתום הדיון וציין, אני כאן כמשקיף. חברת הוט ממשיכה לפטר מאות מעובדיה במטרה להעסיקה מיד מחדש בתור עובדי קבלן. כתבתנו רויטל איוב. 200 עובדי הוט בחיפה אולצו לעבור היום להעסקה עקיפה אחרי שלפני מספר חודשים פוטרו 133 עובדי החברה בנשר ונקלטו בחברות קבלן. לדברי העובדים, המהלך נועד למנוע מהם להתאגד ובכך לשמור על תנאי העסקתם. טקס ההתייחדות השנתי לזכר חללי סיירת שקד יתקיים אחרי הצהריים במצודת יואב. ותיקי היחידה ובני משפחות מוזמנים החל מהשעה שלוש וחצי. התחזית התחממות ולסיום עכשיו זה רשמי אוסקר גרסיה עוזב את קבוצת הכדורגל מכבי תל אביב. המועדון הודיע שהמאמן יפרוש אחרי עונה אחת בלבד עקב סיבות אישיות. כתבנו אביב כהן מעדכן כי ההליך לאיתור מחליף לגרסיה כבר החל ותאריך מדויק למינוי חדש טרם נקבע. אלה החדשות שעורכת נעמה שוחט. JM in the AM, hour number two, as we celebrate Brewery High School's 50th anniversary. This is how the celebration kicks off with us here live at Brewery. Rabbi Hagler is going to introduce us in just a couple of minutes to some of the students who are here, who make this... Uh, Amazing building, fun, lively, and energetic every single day. That's what we're told. Hey, Shlomo Katz is live in concert tonight. Those of you who are in uh, Schenectady, New York, if you're up in Schenectady, New York, likely tuned in at 90.1 on the FM dial. Shlomo Katz is at the Proctor Theater, the annual Unity Celebration of Jerusalem, beginning at 8 p.m. tonight. For information, you can dial 518-346-6204, 518-346-6204. Rabbi Chaim Hagler is uh, assistant or associate? Assistant. Assistant principal here at um, Berea High School. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Nice to reunite with you. Absolutely. All right. Uh, can we bring up some of the students to say sure good morning can. to us this morning? Let's bring up the first two students that are here. You claim that it's a fun, energetic, and lively building every single day. That's your claim, Rabbi Hagler. That's correct. I would guess that if, in fact, it is fun, energetic, and lively, it's the students who are responsible for that because we know that it's not the staff who's responsible for that. That's true. <laughs> That's true. It is, it is these, not to take anything away from the staff, it is these students who are responsible for that. So we say hi today to... Uh, These young ladies who are in what grade? you know what grade they are in? Yes, we have 9th and 10th. Represented by the 9th and 10th graders. That's right. 
young people on their way to academic stardom here at Berea High School. There are students who do go to academic stardom, correct? There are some who accomplish amazing things. It's amazing. I mean, you have seniors who go on to amazing institutions, to incredible careers. Absolutely. We'd probably be here all day if we had to list the accomplishments of students who went to Berea. If you want to see it's part of our open house, we have a a feature of where certain people are at this point in their lives. And very impressive. Oh, it's very impressive. Very nice. Different different types of uh, professions and uh, professionals and mothers and and teachers and psychologists and etc. Amazing. Do these students know that you're on Ustream right now, being viewed by thousands around the world? I think they do. They do know that. Please introduce them to us. Okay. First up is Tamar Klein. Tamar, good morning. Good morning. How are things going? It's going good. How are you? Boy, it is fun, energetic, and lively here. <laughs> I like that. How is it that so early in the morning you're able to? Uh, project such an energetic demeanor well i had you know an hour drive here to wake up so <laughs> i thought on the hour i thought on the hour drive the students who drive an hour here usually sleep in the uh, van that's not true you actually wake up and usually but you know a little nervous so you knew you'd be on the radio huh yeah well who's listening today tell me my typical question is who are we giving a shout out to who's tuned in to hear you on the radio this morning my family you know random people on the way to work and they're proud aren't they you might, know, you might know her father, by the way. And who's that? Bruce Klein? Do I know Bruce? Not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. Sounds vaguely familiar. Exactly. Send my best. <laughs> Do you want to wish Berea High School a happy 50th? Of course. Happy you want to wish them a happy Berea. 50th anniversary? Can you imagine 50 years old? Is that amazing? Can't imagine it. You can't imagine. Someone your age can't imagine anything no. being 50. Huh? 50 seems very old. It when certainly that does. Yeah. Wait a few years. All right, Rabbi Hagler. Uh, There's somebody else here. Who's, yes. Uh, who's that? There is a Sheer Fournier. Hi. By Good the morning. way, before she speaks, yeah. I have to mention that her mom, who's over there. Yeah. I don't know if we pan the camera. Do we pan the camera? No, we don't pan. Right? We don't. Okay, we don't take pan. risks. Okay. <laughs> um, but she's uh, she really she really is responsible for running the school. She's uh, the front line, as you know, if you wish, uh, the person who's in the front office, who's the smiling face, who's the f- voice on the phone. So this is why it's fun, energetic, and That's lively correct. in the building. That's correct. Wow! Congratulations to you. Thank you for all you do for Berea High School. How long have you been here? Six years already. Boy, oh boy. Okay, and this is? Her daughter, Shira. Shira, good morning to you. Morning. I guess you don't have to give a shout-out to your mom. We took care of that already, huh? Yeah. Anybody else you want to say hi to today? Um, I'll say hi to my class, 205. I don't know if anyone is listening they better there, but be. I told them to. They're required to listen <laughs> if today. I'm working, if I'm waking up at 6 in the morning, they should be listening. I think Rabbi Orats will be fuming if he finds out they weren't <laughs> listening this morning. All right. Uh, do you want to wish Berea High School a happy 50th? Yes, I do. Happy 50th, Berea. And we should all be together for the 100th, right, Shira? Yes. We should all be together celebrating at the 100th anniversary. By the way, the election that you mentioned before. By so the way, Adina so, just uh, mentioned to me that we're going to be doing JMNAM from the 100th anniversary celebration. Oh, That's what she good. said to me earlier today. So we are already planning for 50 years from now. <laughs> Is that a little optimistic? No, that's great. No, I'm, w- great. I'm with you. Okay. Will I still be fun, energetic, and yes, lively you will. then? I will. Yes, you will. Very good. At 156. <laughs> that's good to know. No, it's not that Not that, <laughs> not that old. Not that old. Yes, you wanted to say, Robert Hagel. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to say that we're going to talk about the, the election. You mentioned the election. Yes. This morning. So first of all, for Shira, those of you who missed it earlier, let me just interject for a moment. It's election week. It's campaign week. There are signs everywhere. Right. Rabbi Hagler, thank God you're not voting. You wouldn't know who to vote That's for with true. all this. There's so That's much material. True. There's so many there's so many short resumes. On I the would walls. vote for all of them. Yeah, I don't know how you would do that. Mm. 
Maybe we'll get special permission from Rabbi Orash. You'd have no choice because that there, it looks like there's a slate of candidates, all of whom are qualified for their positions. That's very true. And I mentioned Shira not to give her an advantage. Uh oh. Chas We don't want to. that she's already currently on the on ah. the on the, on the uh, student council. So figured I could mention that she's on the student council and she's running for re-election. All right. So congratulations, and uh, I don't want to show any favoritism, <laughs> but I hope the uh, the re-election campaign goes well. And uh, hope the uh, hope the campaign war chest is going nicely as well. <laughs> what is it? He's candy That's right. Yeah, you're exactly. <laughs> you're, you're trying to side the election, Rabbi Hagler. I didn't want to accuse you, but now that Miriam Wallach brings it up, uh, we, we may be citing you for trying to swing the election one way or the other. We're not leaving here before getting Rabbi Hagler in trouble, that's for sure. All right, more coming up. Rabbi Oretz joins us next. We are celebrating Brewery's 50th. Guess what? It's their golden anniversary, everybody. June 3rd is the official start of the celebration. We're kicking it off today with us right here at JMDAM.
eighth day. Talk about fun and energetic. JM and the AM, good morning, everybody. We're live at Berea High School. 50 years of Berea. Happy anniversary. One of the great things in Elizabeth is one-stop kosher, and they are responsible for catering a delicious breakfast for everybody here this morning. One-stop kosher market has groceries, meat, fish, takeout, bakery items, fruits, and vegetables. We thank Pinchas Kassira, this morning's sponsor and uh, owner of uh, One Stop and Galat Star in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Next time you are in or through Elizabeth, you make sure to stop there and enjoy. On the 3rd of June, as we continue to remind our listeners, JEC celebrates its 73rd annual dinner. Educator of the Year is Mrs. Hani Moskowitz, culminating her 17 years of devoted leadership at the uh, RTMA helm as principal. The Leif Tov Award to Ephraim and Amy Basson. And uh, Breweria High School, that's right, the entire high school, the institution, they'll celebrate their golden anniversary that night. Breweria High School's 50th anniversary, Monday night, June the 3rd at the Venetian in Garfield, New Jersey. Everybody, alumna and, of course, friends of JEC and Breweria are encouraged to be there that evening, thejec.org. I've seen the list of the dinner committee. Many distinguished members of the community are coming out to uh, celebrate Breweria's 50th. Go to thejec.org. The keynote speaker that night is Rabbi Chaim Wasserman. And uh, Rabbi Joseph Oratz is with us here in our makeshift studio in the ballroom of Breweria High School. Rabbi Oratz's name has been synonymous with Breweria for quite a while. He's the principal of Breweria. Rabbi Oratz, welcome to JM in the AM. Good, mor- good morning, Nachum. How long have you been with Breweria High School? Nachum, I am, thank God, <laughs> finishing my 31st year at Breweria High School. It's unbelievable. Your name has been synonymous with this institution as long as I remember, and obviously I'm on the air for 30 years, so it's even beyond that. And uh, you have seen incredible growth. You've seen amazing expansion. You've seen uh, a 50th anniversary celebration that's not just, you know, for the sake of celebrating 50 years and looking back at 50 great years. You're in the middle of a 50th anniversary celebration as the school is at the height of its accomplishments, as it's growing and and uh, and completely flourishing in this era. I have to tell you, this is the most exciting thing in the morning to be able to get up every single day of your life and love the fact that you can go to work because it's not work. It's a great place to be. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I great staff, great kids, um, great institution. It's just been absolutely uh, a, a great trip, and I look forward to, to taking it further. Most people would um, would say that this is a typical question that I would ask, so hey, why not ask it? Uh, it's 30 years, or 31 in your case. What would you say in terms of the differences, in terms of the comparisons and, comparisons and contrasts between 30 years ago in Berea and today? Well, first of all, the school has grown in size. I mean, that's that's the most the most obvious thing when you look at it. When I first came to the school, it was about half the size that it is today. But thank God, New Jersey, the, the greater New Jersey area, has grown, um, and we've been a, been a beneficiary of that, and hopefully helped New Jersey grow uh, in that way. Um, I think that with Mrs. Ryan Newman at the helm for the first 25 years that I was here. Uh, she really steered um, this ship um, forward, both in terms of excellence in education um, and in terms of her mantra, which was making sure that we really took care of every single girl that came in and making sure that we they knew we cared about them. Yeah, no question about that. Uh, Rabbi Oratz is here as we're celebrating Buria's 50th and uh, the big celebration June the 3rd. We officially kick off the golden anniversary this morning right here at JM in the AM. How has this school year been specifically? Uh, I know that you continue to to attract students from way beyond this geographic area, right? People are coming in from a lot of different places. We have uh, girls from Florida, from Virginia, from Oh, we spoke about this during Chicago. our fundraiser. We actually met girls who are boarding in New Jersey. Right. 
at our uh, originally or even still today from way out of town. Right. We have a family that moved into town from South Africa. Right. We met that uh, lady. I remember. Right. Great. Just uh, listen. They looked up. They 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 looking for the for the right place for their daughters, and and they found out that this is an elite school, and and they wanted to come here. So and, it's a great uh, place. And, and back to my question about this year specifically. I'm sure it's another banner year, but what could you tell us specifically about this school year? Well, I have to tell you that uh, the the energy that has been generated this year in terms of as we move forward towards the dinner and the 50th anniversary celebration is is really awesome. Um, and you know, year in and year out, as I walk into the building um, and just just have to, uh, greeted by this incredible incredible student body every single year, it's hard to you know to to point to one thing because they're just great. A lot of creative energy in this place, huh? Um, I you know, have. I taught here at one time. Yes, I remember that. And I remember one thing about that experience. It was one course and just, you know, an hour a week for a few weeks. But, but one of the things I remember is that there was a lot of creative energy in this building. When I first came here, Mrs. Newman, I was in charge of the programming, uh, which Aliza uh, Blumenthal takes care of now. And Mrs. Newman gave me a mandate. She said there cannot be two weeks in a row that go by without something creative going on in this building. And that has continued to be the mandate um, as we move forward. Um, you know, we need to be learning on a daily basis. Obviously, classes have to go on, and the, and the class levels have to be high. But there has to be some other energy going on because w- when kids feel like there's something going on, then their classes become all, the, all that much better. All right, and uh, one of those keys, obviously, because we, we've been emphasizing the students and staff, but one of the keys is the faculty. You're able to find high quality people who again have this creative energy. Right, and uh, there are some announcements coming down the road about Ooh. some. I can't tell you them now. They're, they're not ready yet. We should expect them when in the next couple. Of weeks? Uh, yes, I imagine so. About uh, additions to the school? About uh, some some uh, additions, uh, not just to Brewery High School, but to the Jewish Educational Center in general. Um, as we as we move forward, under as you'll hear a little bit later, under the leadership of the associate dean uh, Rabbi Eliyahu Tights, who's out there in the audience. Right. Good morning, Good morning, Rabbi Tights. Uh, and uh, there's some great things happening here, both uh, in terms of uh, faculty, in terms of of uh, administrative changes that have already taken place, as I'm sure you'll you'll be hearing about a little bit later. Uh, and some exciting uh, new courses that are that are coming up uh, that are going to be added to the school. Uh, the one that I can let out of the bag yeah. is that we are uh, starting, as they already started at RTMA, a uh, science and technology uh, arm of the, of the school, and we're looking forward to, to moving that forward. Keeping up with the times, huh? It's got to be there. Yeah, it's the only way to do it. Uh, next to you is Mrs. Shlomis uh, Pikus. And Mrs. Pikus is the daughter of Mrs. Newman, who you just mentioned. Mrs. Pikus, good morning to you. Good morning. And she serves as associate principal here at Breweria. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, I don't know how fair it is to uh, to start a conversation with you talking about your mother, but most people in my audience who've been listeners for quite a while know how fond I am of your mother and how her... Uh, uh, incredible leadership in Jewish education was something that even impacted me. Believe it or not, I never went to Berea, <laughs> you know. But nonetheless, it had an effect. We hope, we hope you didn't go to Berea. <laughs> it had an effect on a lot of lay leadership out there. You should know. Certainly did. But I always say I have four brothers and hundreds of sisters because Berea was definitely a part of our family. Growing up, I mean, that was it. Uh, it was another child. She served here as principal for how many years? Thirty-seven. Wow. 
No wonder she was able to make such an impact. The longevity is incredible. And uh, it, it's you know, most people would say, oh, you know, a, a principal, a dedicated one, someone who was here a long time. You know, we understand we've seen other schools who had that type of situation. But how do we pinpoint, for those who didn't know her, what she brought to the table, what it was that made her so special? Incredible energy, incredible creativity. She wasn't afraid to do something new, to do something innovative, um, essentially to move ahead of the pack. Um, I guess one word that comes to mind constantly, is innovation. She never rested on her laurels. As Rabbi Aris will tell you after every program, uh, she would sit with her staff and what can we do better when we do it next time. Nothing was ever just repeated. Everything was built upon and uh, that was how she continued. So to years. an extent she was pretty demanding, which I guess you have to be in that position, right? Uh, Rabbi Aris? <laughs> would you yeah. agree, Roy Aris? Yes. <laughs> and that's very important, keeping everybody at the top of their game. That's right. That's it. Uh, and you mentioned in terms of innovation, uh, she's one of those people who got it in terms of uh, if they there is something new or there is a new area to explore, go for it, as opposed to others who might uh, want to avoid it or question if it's a good idea. She wanted to use the latest and greatest to help enhance the education. She was a risk taker in a safe right. sort of way. She you know, would weigh the uh, benefit versus the risk, and if the benefit outweighed the risk and uh, the girls were interested and excited, it was worth taking a chance, and uh, she was right uh, so many times. Oh, no question about that. And the proof of all this is the reaction since she's gone, because... You see how many people come forward and say that they were impacted, not just folks like me, but people in the world of education who, you know, who, who, who altered what they do because of her and adjusted to what they do now do because of her. We thought that we knew all the stories. We didn't begin to know the impact she had, uh, not just on her students, but on education in the United States and beyond. And through seven, 37 years, I guess, I, mean, I know you said thousands of sisters, but the numbers got to be in the thousands, right? I mean, I'm sure they are. A lot of proud uh, alums who are uh, who look who look back at her life uh, very very fondly. Uh, Mrs. Shlomis uh, Shlomis Pikes rather is the associate principal here at Berea. How about a word about today? Tell me what's happening in the school from your vantage point. Well, I do have to wish good luck to, uh, to those girls who are taking APs. We actually have oh, three APs uh, that were scheduled originally for Pesach that are happening today. That sounds like fun. Uh, so, well, I don't know <laughs> if they'd agree with you on the fun part, but they're certainly well prepared and they're just waiting to put it behind them. Uh, there's always something happening here. You can tell it's election week. Yeah. Uh, it's very hard to get to your classroom on time because you stop to read and read and read the walls. For a guy my height, it's impossible to walk through the halls. They've got <laughs> signs hanging in every direction. But, hey, may the, may the best person win as they finally go to the polls this coming uh, Friday here at Berea High School. Well, thank you to both of you. Thanks for welcoming us here today. Rabbi Oritz, Mrs. Pikus. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having us. A pleasure to be here as we celebrate Berea's 50th. We'll speak with more wonderful folks at Berea High School coming up here at JM in the AM. 24 minutes after 7 o'clock. Come on by, everybody, if you're in the Elizabeth area. Or I have another suggestion. Tune into your radio at 91.1 FM and all our affiliates or jmtheam.org. Or, believe it or not, we're on Ustream right now where you can see all the action. See me sitting here with Rabbi Oratz and Mrs. Pikus and talking about the last 50 years. Ustream.tv slash channel slash Nahum Siegel Net.
I want to thank Miriam L. Wallach, who, if you're watching on Ustream, is the one taking the uh, photo of our music system. Why, well, I'm not quite sure. Uh, Miriam L. Wallach, our general manager of the Nahum Siegel Network, coordinated everything on our end. And I thank her. I want to thank ZK, who's engineering here, and Stan, who's engineering in our studio in Jersey City. And, of course, I want to thank David Netkin, uh, who is a jack-of-all-trades, but specifically today he's taking care of our Ustream video in addition to all of his coordination for today's show. Big thank you to Adina Abramoff, who uh, coordinated things on, our, on the Buria 
high school aside and reminds me as we speak about uh, as we did a minute ago about mrs newman and her 37 years that uh, she dedicated during her life to Berea high school there will be a special tribute to mrs newman coming up at the dinner on the 3rd of june we hope to be there celebrating with everybody at jc their 73rd annual dinner and of course uh that is the night that the uh uh, the Berea High School is among the honorees uh, celebrating their 50th anniversary. If anybody would like to place a memorial ad in this special tribute section of the journal coming up on June the 3rd in memory of Mrs. Newman, no problem. Go to the website, j- thejec.org. All the dinner information is there, thejec.org. And you'll be able to... Um, uh, to uh, put in ads in general and, of course, to participate in the memorial tribute section to Mrs. Newman. Also, I am told that there was an advance video that was released uh, where legendary teachers, past and present legendary teachers of Ruria High School, declared that they will be at the dinner. And I would bet that this will encourage even more and more people in the J.C. Brewery family to come on out and celebrate on June 3rd when they hear that folks like Rabbi Wasserman, Mrs. Jonas, Rebbets and Tights, Mrs. Winetsky, Mr. Glazer, Rabbi Parnas, Mrs. Young, Mrs. Weinstein, Rabbi Snow, Madam Captain, is that the right pronunciation? Mrs. Asher, Rabbi Oppenheimer, and Mrs. Kaisman are all committed to be there on June 3rd to celebrate with Berea High School. So you could join those of you who remember any of these names from all the years at Berea can join in and participate with them uh, that night at the Venetian in Garfield, New Jersey. We're live at Berea. More guests, students, and staff coming up here at JM and the AM as we celebrate Berea High School's 50th anniversary. But first, Rabbi David Goldwasser, his words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read in Bamidbar, Yisa Hashem Ponovelecha, may Hashem lift his countenance to you. The Talmud tells us in Kedushan, Schar mitzvah there isn't any reward for mitzvahs and good deeds in this world. The payment for mitzvahs performed in this world is deferred for Olam Haba, or the world to come. The Benishchai notes that Hashem fulfills every mitzvah in the Torah. The Torah explicitly commands that a person has to pay his worker at the end of the day. This being so, how then could Hashem defer a person's reward, his schar, for the mitzvahs that he fulfilled? The commentaries explain that we learn in the Shulchan Aruch, if one hires a worker through an intermediary, he's not obligated to pay the worker on the same day. The same, we could say, is when the Torah was given to Klal Yisrael, it was transmitted through Moshe Rabbeinu. Therefore, Hashem is not compelled to give the reward for mitzvahs on the same day or in this world. Our Chachom imad that the mitzvah emunah of faith is unique because one can receive reward for faith even in this world. The reason for this is because we were charged with this particular mitzvah in the first two commandments of the Aseras Adibros, or the Ten Commandments. Those were not given through an intermediary. Those were given directly by Hashem, uttered by Hashem, and were not transmitted through Moshe. There is no latitude with regard to payment for the mitzvah emuna. The reward for the fulfillment of that mitzvah has to be paid in this world. The Medrash Rabbah explains 
that Hashem shines His countenance upon Klal Yisrael in return for the words that were exchanged between Hashem and the Jewish nation. This refers to the first two mitzvahs that were spoken directly by Hashem and our Sinai without any intermediary. So great is the power of the mitzvah emuna. In truth, inherent in every mitzvah, there is an element of emuna, a faith in Hashem. When a person puts on tefillin, there is emunah. When a person lights Shabbos candles, there is emunah. When one gives tzedakah, there is emunah. No matter how many or how few mitzvahs that a person performs, he invokes his belief that Hashem created the entire world. With every mitzvah that a person does, he's entitled to a level of reward for his emunah. Although, of course, the core of the mitzvah's reward is reserved for Olam Haba, the next world. The great Reb Nachman of Breslov once said, The headquarters of Amunah is in the heart. It is our job to make sure that it spreads through all of our limbs. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. JM in the AM, live at Berea High School with plenty of special guests coming up in just a moment. want to welcome Jay Booksbaum, who c- continues to be amazed at my wine acumen, how I've gained so much from him over the last few weeks. He didn't think I could gain more than I have in the last 20 years being associated with him, but the last couple of weeks, he is shocked at my knowledge, especially about white wines at this point. I have turned a major corner, so big thank you to Jay Booksbaum, who is here to say hi to us this morning. And the legendary Matis Wine Guest, that's right, J.M. and the A.M.'s own Matis Wine Guest, who claims to know Rabbi Tights for more than 20 years, is here. Is here. That's a, it's a little bit of a joke, only because in protection of both Matis and Rabbi Tights, I will not announce how long they know each other. Uh, but they know each other quite a while, and Matis is here celebrating with us this morning as well. He has been a mainstay of this. Even when he wasn't in this community, he continued to be a mainstay of this community for a long, long time. JEC celebrates its 73rd annual dinner Monday night, the 3rd of June at the Venetian in Garfield, New Jersey. And now it is a pleasure to welcome our good friend, Rabbi Ami Newman, who's been a guest of ours before. And uh, in my opinion, one of the greats in the world of Jewish education. You know, I unabashedly, I proclaim this all the time. You're one of my favorites out there. He's Director of Student Activities and a Rebbe at RTMA. And he has some students with him this morning. Tell me how the school year is going so far. You know, it's it's been an amazing year and it's coming down to an end. We have our annual trips going on next week. So we have our ninth graders doing some chesed trips and some day trips. Our uh, 10th grade goes rafting. 11th grade is going to Niagara. Ooh. Our seniors next week are going to Orlando. Sounds adventurous. Yeah, it's a rough week of scuba diving. <laughs> you know, it's hard It's hard to do every If you year. want to be in school for a week, this is the week, huh? <laughs> this is the week. It's a hard job. Somebody's got to do it. Are they busing to Orlando or are they going to no, be jetting down no. there? We have a uh, 6 o'clock flight on Tuesday. Really? Yeah. A couple of days down there? A couple of days. It's very humid. Be careful, please. <laughs> we'll try to uh, That's not the time to be yeah. leaving New York for it, weather purposes. It's a hard week to go and, and it's a lot of work, but you know. Can you tell me... Uh, we. we we speak about this so often, but maybe because of your unique perspective on things, you can tell me something I haven't heard before. You mentioned the trips and all these extracurricular things that go on in certain schools. Can you pinpoint why it's so important off of the academic page to do all these things with the students? You know, everybody has different talents, and I think that 
besides the recreational and the fun and, and the kids and the bonding, but that's a big part. Right. You know, a lot of the times the kids, depending on the classes, whether, you know, the style of the class, they don't really get the best opportunities to bond as a grade. Things like this, the color wars, the team building, the, the hurricane cleanups, all these different things that get kids out of their normal routine. And they, they work with each other and they bond in that way. And then some of their technical abilities shine in different programs and then um, some of their leadership qualities come out when they have to work on a program. When they, we, we don't have any, you know, we don't have waiters come with us. We have our students who help shop right. for the programs, they who help whole clean thing. up, who help set up, who barbecue. Who Did RTMA things. students, in fact, help with hurricane cleanup? Yeah, we have some of them who are here. And then our, our 11th and 12th graders, a lot of them who are in Elizabeth and who would be willing to wake up at <laughs> whatever hour it is that you people wake up every day. Um, they actually have APs today. So it's I awesome heard. to come in and daven and in. It sounds like fun. Yeah, the AP is also really fun. It's part of our, our school spirit. <laughs> we call that the extracurricular or we call that academic? Our student activity stays away from those Which things. is the most difficult AP? Those taking which test are the ones panicking the most usually, this morning? Usually the AP sciences. Oh. It's not this morning, but an AP bio, AP chem, AP... Those are the ones who get into a panic yeah, situation. Those are the, I was more of an AP-like economics and a little psychology. lighter <laughs> yeah. easier yeah. to head no those are, those are hard to those are hard to well do. we wish good luck to all those students i hope they do well and speaking of students why don't you introduce the uh, folks who are with us this morning so we'll start from the left bensi angle is here good morning sir morning how are things going at rtma i'm good it's good baruch hashem so i uh, do you have friends and relatives who are listening in this morning um, who, know that, who know that now you're officially a radio star? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Hey, better be. Anyone specific you want to say hi to today? Um, my grandfather, I guess, because he's probably up at this time. <laughs> yes, old people like us, they're up at this time of the morning. <laughs> and did you participate in any of this uh, hurricane relief during the school year? Um, I did. Where did you go? Uh, we went to uh, somewhere near Sparta, New Jersey. Oh, I know where Sparta is, near Route 15. Yeah. And there was there was actually uh, a cleanup necessary in that area? Um, yeah, there was actually a woman who, I think, couldn't really afford to demo her basement, which was totally flooded out. Wow. And the basement was just getting moldy, and we basically demoed it for her. Now, I will tell you that Sparta is probably not used to uh, seeing people in yarmulkes come to help people no, out. Because they, I don't even think they knew what... A, they probably did not know who Jewish know people were. I don't know if they knew what a Jew was. <laughs> So it's not an area besides of New Jersey. Besides all the Jersey. good rumors they hear on the news. Besides right. That. It's, not, it's not an area of New Jersey. That, that will see a lot of Orthodox Jews. So that must have been quite a feeling, you know, bringing that kind of Kiddush Hashem over there. Well, good morning to you, and thanks for joining us. Thank you. Who else do we have here by Newman? Uh, this is Azriel Kimmel. Azriel, good morning to you. Good morning. Where are you from? Um, Hillside, New Jersey. Hillside, New Jersey. Ah, it's actually a newbie to Hillside. Mathis, remember our old days in Hillside, New Jersey? Those were the days. Oh, Hillside, New Jersey. Uh, hillside is right between Newark and Elizabeth. Yeah, right. Yeah. I guess if you walk. So I that lived wall. right next to the Hillside, but I was on the Newark border. Nice. Matis was in Elizabeth on the Hillside border from this end. Is this fascinating or what? <laughs> 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 Talk about getting an education by listening to JM and the AM. Who are you saying hi to today? Um, I think. My parents hmm. and my grandparents are listening right All right, now. sounds like 50-50. We have a shot that they're two did today. <laughs> yeah. What's been the highlight of your school year so far, aside from being on Jam in the end? Aside from being What's a, been the highlight here? It's like our distant Jamming. number two. A distant number two. Um, what would it be? I would have to say one of the things I really enjoyed this year was the new SciTech program that JC instituted. Very nice. I just It's like a class that you could go hands-on and 
to work at the same time, but it doesn't feel like you're doing work because it's that's very that's interesting and it, stuff it, like that. There's yeah. a lot of fun involved. Yeah. Very nice. We heard about the new program, and it continues to expand. Part of staying uh, up with the times. Right. Hey, it's 2013 or my new one. Like I could program something now. Like it's... Like that, like an engine. You picked or up abilities that you didn't have before. C- correct. Well, congratulations to you on that. Rabbi Newman, who's our third student who we're saying hi we to? We actually have Ozzy's brother, Ranan. Ah, Ranan, good morning to you. Good morning. What's been the highlight of your year, sir? Uh, making the playoffs in the basketball team for the first time. Was this the furthest team? Uh, for this year, did any th- w- all of our teams go far? This is just one example of a shining example of our athletic department. So back to my question: Was, <laughs> <laughs> was this the team that went the furthest to the in the playoffs? No, the hockey team. Ooh, hockey did even JJV better. made it to the semifinals. Very nice. I see we're taking our hockey and basketball very seriously. We don't mess around with hockey and basketball. Remember those old days in the JEC gym where we used to uh, come here on a Saturday night and watch the contests go on in the Yeshiva League? Boy, oh boy, time certainly has flown. Well, Rabbi Newman, continued success to you as Director of Student Activities and send our best regards everybody to RTMA. Will we see you at the dinner? You, I, will be, I, I will be there. Uh, that's our quote. I will be there. I hope to be there as well, and I look forward to seeing you there. Monday night, the 3rd of June, JEC celebrates its 73rd annual dinner. One of the honorees that night is Berea High School because their golden anniversary will be celebrated. Come on out. Support the uh, amazing work of Berea and JEC and enjoy what will be, no doubt, a phenomenal evening of reminiscence, of uh, reunion, and uh, just all-around great fun. Uh, information, it's very simple. Go to the web, thejec.org. Again, it's thejec.org, and you'll have an opportunity to um, uh, purchase uh, your res- to, to place your reservation and, of course, to uh, get your ads in as well. Big shout-out going out to One Stop Kosher, who provided breakfast for us this morning. The crowd here at Brewery High School continues to build. It's amazing. It's not like it was two hours ago when Rabbi Orat and myself were the only ones in the building. Or practically speaking, ZK was already here. He beat me here. It's, uh, there are many, many more people who are visiting here, so, uh, here, us, here this morning. Uh, don't forget, you can watch all of this on Ustream, ustream.tv slash channel slash Nahum Siegel Net. Ustream.tv slash channel slash Nahum Siegel Net. You can actually watch the entire proceedings. More coming up. Special guests. And plenty more between now and 9 a.m. if you keep it right here at JM in the AM.
Benny Friedman. Don't have to tell anybody who that is. Seems to be the hottest song around. Benny Friedman, Yesh Tikva, right here at JM in the AM. All right, June 3rd, everybody. Mark your calendars at the Venetian in Garfield, New Jersey, as JEC celebrates a 73rd annual dinner. And Brewery High School that night will be uh, honored with a golden anniversary recognition for their incredible 50 years. That's right, Berea opened in the early 1960s, and here we are today in 2013. And we've been mentioning that there are other distinguished honorees that night, and they include Mrs. Hani Moskowitz. Mrs. Moskowitz, who has been a guest of ours many times on JM and the AM, has dedicated 17 years of devoted leadership to RTMA. Uh, she is uh, being recognized as uh, Educator of the Year. Uh, for her years as RTMA principal, Mrs. Moskowitz, welcome back to JM and the AM. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. Didn't make you schlep to Jersey City today. This time we came to see you. <laughs> very much appreciated. We finally made it here. Baruch Hashem. <laughs> all right. So, uh, first of all, I'm sure it's a humbling experience to be recognized for uh, the last 17 years. I guess this culminates an amazing career here. It certainly does. Um, I, but I do have to say that I really don't view this as a recognition of my 17 years. I think it's a recognition 
recognition of 17 years of teamwork, of moving forward with an incredible faculty, with an incredible student body, and actually reshaping and redirecting our TMA and really facing the future and preparing for the future. I don't think that anybody can deny that RTMA uh, over the years has had some amazing eras. I think your tenure can be considered one of them. Where they, uh, where they certainly, I mean, uh, certainly to people in the community, uh, it, it seems that it's had some uh, really good years recently. Well, thank you. I have to say that the community has been wonderful. The community has been warm and welcoming and they allowed me really to form bonds that and relationships that I will take with me, I think, wherever I go and for the rest of my life. And I appreciate the opportunity that I had here. Well, Mazel tov to you. Educator of the Year uh, uh, is bestowed upon you on June the 3rd, and we congratulate you on that. All right, tell me about this uh, current school year. How have things been going in uh, RTMA? Things have been going very well. You know, sometimes transition years can be a little bit scary, but this year and this transition has been going very, very smoothly. From the start, from the time really that um, we announced that I was going to be stepping back and a search committee was put into place, we all worked together to find a replacement who would represent the value of the school and who would be able to carry forward the positive things that were put into place over the last 17 years, um, as well as to bring his own spin. And we were very successful in doing that. We had a um, search committee comprised of parents from representing all of the different uh, communities that our students come from. And the parents on the committee were selected because they all um, really supported the mission of the school so that everybody was there to find somebody who would be a perfect replacement and uh, we believe we found one. And of course you're referring to Rav Haritz Hachbaum who's sitting to your left and we'll have a chance to speak with him and he's somebody we know for a long time and has an amazing reputation when it comes to Jewish education uh, especially in this area, uh, meaning in this geographic area and we will speak to him coming up. What's your message to the seniors who are now graduating. I know you've done this, uh, you know, 16 times before <laughs> to try to send them off with, with something important to consider as they move on from RTMA. What would be the theme of what you would say to them this morning as they get set to complete their four years? To take with them everything that we've tried to instill in them as they move forward and to build on it. They had four years of Torah learning where Torah values were really instilled in them. The success of getting over 90% of our senior class to go to Eretz Yisrael for at least a year or two right. before they pursue career preparation or college preparation really is an indication of the success of our, of our program, of our teachers and our rabbeim who know that spirituality and Yiddishkeit are not uh, just ancillary to academic education but an integral part of the, what we try to what we try to do and accomplish with our boys. And I think it's one of the things that people always cite in reference to the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years that there's been a, an amazing effort to make sure that their continuing education would be a quality one. And sure enough, thank God, your seniors will be enjoying that starting next year. Uh, well, we say Mazel Tov to you. Oh, by speaking of Mazel Tov, so I'm told that the students enjoyed yet uh, more awards in the area of science. Is that how it goes here? There has been um, a focus, a really, a really 
real strong focus on science programming over the last few years, um, thanks to the um, Gris Foundation and to outside funding, as well as to the expertise of our own science people, Mr. Javit and Ken Dietz. Our boys have really um, been given opportunities to move forward and to explore new avenues in science. We have a, um, a science and technology elective this year for 10th graders. Um, this is the fourth year that our students participated in the Gildor International Science Competition. Right. For the last three years, our boys placed first in the United States and participated internationally. Last year, our boys came in first in the international competition. Boy, they must have some proud Jewish mothers. <laughs> yes. In addition, because again, we're looking to the sciences, the number of students who have actually um, opted to participate in the UMDNJ mini-med programs over the course of the year have, uh, has increased, and that gives the boys an opportunity really to explore careers in the health field, in the medical field, and to make some you know important decisions before they actually leave high school so that they can choose electives that will prepare them for the path that perhaps they want to oh, follow. So we might have some Jewish doctors down the road. I think so. To say the least. Yeah, not unusual for our community, I guess. I think so. Well, Mrs. Moskowitz, I say Mazal Tov to you. Thank we'll you. see you on June 3rd. Congratulations as Educator of the Year, and uh, uh, congratulations on all the amazing uh, work you've done here with RTMA. Thank you very much. I'm going to ask Rabbi Hachbaum to take your seat, and we'll introduce him as the brand new incoming RTMA principal, uh, who no doubt comes in with his uh, own vision of the future and uh, what will be happening uh, over the next few years here at RTMA. Right, Peretz Hachbaum, an old friend, and uh, like I said, somebody who's well-known in the area of Jewish education in this area. Uh, good morning to you. Welcome to JM in the AM. Uh, good morning, Nachum. How are you? Baruch Hashem. We've had the opportunity to speak about so many different things over the years, and this is uh, quite a distinction, the incoming RTMA principal. Do you agree with Mrs. Moskowitz that this transition has been on the smooth side? The first thing I'll tell you is that I was told when I received the position, always agree with Mrs. Moskowitz. <laughs> and after 17 years of service to the school, it seems to be the wise thing for me to do. That's funny. Um, I, I got to tell you, the one thing Mrs. Moskowitz didn't say that I want to add is that the, the source of the smoothness, if you will, is Mrs. Moskowitz herself. It's sometimes difficult to come in you know, at the end of one school year, getting sure. ready for the next school year. Um, the symbiotic relationship that we've developed, the ability to work together in a very short period of time, has really made it very easy for me to step right in in the last month. And I want to thank Mrs. Moskowitz publicly for all of her help and guidance and, and direction in getting myself started in the new era uh, of the school. So thank God she's really been a pleasure to work with, as well as uh, the administrative team, Rabbi Tights, uh, uh, Rabbi Newman, Rabbi Sauber, Rabbi Rich, and, uh, and Mr. Wise. So many people have been really very helpful in making me feel comfortable. You have a lot of good people here. Uh, Rabbi Hachbaum, I, essentially, as we get now toward the end of the year and graduation, the dinner, the celebration, etc., the transition, I guess, really uh, begins in earnest uh, uh, during the summer. What type of summer do you think you're going to have as you approach the next school year? Well, you know, Elizabeth is a beautiful area. I never knew. I didn't spend that much time here, but uh, I'm trying to figure out where I can best, you know, sun myself from the building. It's uh, Now, really, we have a thank God a, a, a very uh, a very big agenda, very uh, 
provocative agenda in terms of curricular ideas. Uh, after I finish talking to you this morning, I think I'm headed for a Chumash curriculum meeting. So we're starting to get right in, you know, roll up our sleeves and, uh, and really get a sense of where we can make, in, you know, my challenge is to take a really good school, a phenomenal school really, and make it even better still. So, uh, it's a tough I, act to follow. I mean, you know that. I mean, I, I knew that coming right. in, but it's a, it's, it's a big challenge. But I think it's going to be really, uh, uh, really a, a great challenge for me professionally and personally to be able to uh, take the great things about JEC on the curricular level, on the programming level, and uh, you know just maybe put my little imprint on it here and there. Working together with really, as I said, a, a tremendous team of leaders and a tremendous team of teachers. Um, in order to, uh, you know, really help the kids, you know, grow to that next step. This, I'm not trying to pry. I'm just curious. Uh, Nothing, you know. <laughs> I know you're a long time, Nothing. You're always trying to I pry. Can, I can pry as much as <laughs> I want. Ma- you make your living prying. <laughs> new principal means necessarily uh, a lot of new staff, or not necessarily? No, not necessarily. We have a great team, you know, and I, I, I don't know the teachers that well yet. My expectation is, you know, being, given that they've worked for, for Hani Moskowitz and for Rabbi Tights, the answer is they're a great team, and they've put together a terrific group, and I'm looking forward to getting to know them and learning from them and, and seeing what they have to offer. Here and there, there are going to be some changes, and as I get to know everybody and we try and put some new programs in place, we'll make sure that the right people are in the right place. And I want to point out, we've spent a lot of time talking about teachers and administrators right. and the leadership team. It's about the kids. It's about the boys, and in my time, the three weeks or so that I've been here full time, um, these kids are unbelievable. And I'm spending time meeting with the kids and talking to them about what they love about the school, how they would like to see it be even better, and we want to take that input and implement it into our programming and into our strategy, uh, right. strategic planning. That's the way to do it. Uh, right, Parrots Hochbaum is here. We asked for highlights of your uh of your uh, intentions, your agenda, the, the the future of RTMA. One of the things that we were told, and I have it in my notes, is a brand new Masmidim track. What would that mean for RTMA? Okay, so the Masmidim track is something which is really in the uh, percolator right now. It's something we're developing as a long-term vision for the school. The idea is really to go back to the roots of the school where years ago, as the school was developing under you know senior Rabbi Tais, the founder right. of Pinchas Mayer, and the idea was that there was always a, a Masifta program, if you will, a, a, that, that more kids who were spending a little bit more time involved in learning, how exactly it's going to develop and, 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 and it be implemented in the school is something that's still under consideration. Uh, Rabbi Tights and I, together with Rabbi Sauber, are doing a lot of talking about planning it. We're meeting with parents who are interested. And the truth of the matter is that uh, I, I feel having come in now, I want to kind of slow that down a little bit to get my hands around it, to get a real feel of how to make it most successful and uh, for the kids. And therefore, my, my guess is that we're going to really take the first year of my tenure to study what the possibilities are and to make it very clear to the community how we want to implement it and integrate it into our program and in that way ensure that it will be yet another excellent example of successful programming at at the school. So right now I think it's going to be uh, something that I want to study, something that I want to really evaluate and make sure that we implement it in the the right way. But Bagadol, here's the idea. We want to give kids an opportunity 
to, in the same way you spoke about science and technology and where a school of excellence and a school that's really trying to achieve greatness in all the different things that we undertake, similarly, we want to make sure that the learning is given opportunities and those kids who want advanced opportunities in learning, additional hours of learning during the week without taking away from their opportunities to excel in pre-college studies, in uh, extracurricular and co-curricular activities. But ours is a school that really, that Toru Madal place where you can have outstanding Torah learning, high academic excellence and achievement in learning, tremendous hasmada in learning, and at the same time, without losing out on the extracurriculars, the co-curriculars, the sports teams, the academic opportunities, the social opportunities, as well as, of course, the academic pre-college opportunities that make JEC, the RTMA, such a wonderful place to learn. It sounds like you want to grow every area as much as possible. As you admitted, it's going to be quite a challenge, but it sounds like you're off to a great start. Continued success as this journey just gets uh, uh, out of the starting gate, and uh, great having you on this morning. Malcolm, it's a pleasure. I think last time I spoke to you I was on the BQE trying to get to your uh, right. studio, and I was stuck in traffic. <laughs> See, we came to visit you this time. Baruch Hashem. It's <laughs> great to Parit, see you. Right, Tachbaum, uh, for the next school year, he will be known as the principal of RTMA here in Elizabeth, New Jersey. We meet Rabbi Tights and speak with more staff members and students coming up here at JM in the AM, 8 in the morning, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. If you're watching us on Ustream, you can, actually, if you want to watch us on Ustream, go to ustream.tv slash channel slash Nahum Siegel Net. Ustream.tv slash channel slash Nahum Siegel Net. And I'm told you can comment there on the Ustream page, and already alumna from Israel, who are reconnecting with uh, Breweria High School, are commenting on the site as we speak during the program. More coming up. Keep it here at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. Yassis is done by Sandy Shmueli. Big shout out and thank you to um, our friends at One Stop Kosher here in Elizabeth, New Jersey. One Stop and Glotstar. Um specialize in catering for all occasions. Today's breakfast is among them, sponsored by Pinchas Kassirer, the owner of One Stop and Glotstar. Next time you're in this area, you make sure to say hi and go get some delicious food. Adina Abramoff is responsible for uh, everything on the uh, brewery end for today's show and having us here for the 50th anniversary celebration, and we thank her very, very much. I just saw Molly Rothstein. She's here for 23 years. She says she still hasn't graduated. I like her sense of humor. Um, so, Molly, good morning to you and to the Goodmans, because Molly knows the Goodmans very well up in Woodridge, New York. And Rabbi and Mrs. Goodman are among our favorite people, so I want to make sure to say Mazel Tov, or actually say good morning to them through the airwaves. And also, Dr. Hershorn, Dr. David Hershorn, uh, stopped by a minute ago. Uh, if Dr. Hershorn uh, was allowed to fundraise for JM and the AM, if he would put it on his agenda, we'd have a $20 million budget. Uh, but he has other things. To do. I know, we got to, you got to speak to Dr. Hershard because anybody who speaks about JMNAM the way he does easily could swell our budget into the millions. He's one of the most amazing supporters. And I don't just mean financially. I'm talking about supporters, somebody who goes out there and talks about how vital this program is to the community. Dr. Hershard informed me that Michal Hershorn is graduating Breweria High School on the 9th of June. So we say Mazal Tov to the Hershorn family. Rabbi Eliyahu Taitz, who we know for quite a while, is Associate Dean and is getting ready for the big dinner on the 3rd of June and for the big celebration of Breweria at 50. Rabbi Eliyahu Taitz, welcome back to JM in the AF. Thank you very much. It so has been a years. while. It is great to reunite with you in this forum. Uh, and, I, and I said to you off the air that in fairness to the history of this amazing institution, because, and especially because we haven't touched on it yet, we have to go back 73 years or a little bit more, little bit more. at this point. Uh, what year are you taking us back to? 1934. 1934. What happened in that year? Uh, my grandfather came to Elizabeth, got married, um, and uh, became the rabbi here. And that started a... How quickly long. was JEC formed at that time? Was it within a couple of years that it was already a viable educational institution? In 1941, it started officially. So a few years later. A few years later. And it actually picked up from something that my great-grandfather, my grandfather's father-in-law, had started. Right. He had started a school here before, and financially, it didn't quite make it. And um, then when my grandfather came and kind of reestablished... Uh, the rabbinate here. Right. Um, he uh, started the school in 1941. My to father be, was sorry. one of the first 14 students. He was original, one of the first students. Original student of JEC. To be fair to the younger people listening this morning, they may not understand the impact that your grandfather first, then of course your father, but first your grandfather had in this community, and in general when it came to Torah education around this country, because your grandfather had uh, plenty of influence not just here, but in other because he traveled a lot early right. on in his career. Yeah. And he knew how important Jewish education was for the right. future of our Jewish community. When JEC started, uh, I think there were seven other schools in the United States. That's it. That is it. That's it. There are more today, huh? <laughs> yeah, a few more. There are more in, like, just 
Union County now than there were back then in the United States. And in the early 60s, it was decided that a uh, yeshiva girls' high school was needed. Well, uh, some of the uh, parents were a bit upset that the boys had a high school and the girls had to travel into New York. Right. And uh, one of them in particular, uh, their family name was Pinchus, um, they really pushed hard. And uh, what happened was uh, convinced some people that it was really a good move to make. And uh, two board members went and approached my grandfather at a board meeting and said, here's a D2 house. We put a down payment on it. There's your high school. Wow. And that was the house that was originally on the site. Right here. Right here. On this property. Yeah. Rabbi Eliyahu Taitz is with us, JM in the AM, live from Ruria High School. So celebrating 50 years, and you know, you tend to, uh, you tend to be nostalgic and talk about the early days, the glory years, etc. You are experiencing it now. This is not looking back and saying, oh, how great things were 20 or 30 years ago. You're in the midst of an amazing reputation at this Ruria High yes. School. Ruria really is, uh, worldwide. It's not worldwide. You know, I say, uh, JC, I said, you probably heard of Breweria. Oh, yeah, Breweria, of course, Breweria. <laughs> yeah, so uh, RTMA is going to get there, too. They certainly will. <laughs> Absolutely. But it is amazing how uh, Breweria has made such an impact. One of the obvious things is that uh, you extended way beyond this geographic area. Yeah. You have students coming in from so many different places now. Yeah. So they're impacting their own communities. And it seems that, uh, and we mentioned this earlier in regard to the boys, it seems that in terms of continuing education, they are making an impact out there, your graduates. Yeah, they are. Um, the number of... Um teachers and um, administrators in other schools that either came through brewery as students or as teachers here is, is astounding. Just, you know, uh, we tried to find out and, uh, you know, just people out of nowhere saying, you know, oh, that teacher, that, that principal, she started off at brewery as a teacher. This one started off as brewery as a teacher. So it's good training grounds. Huh? Uh, absolutely. It's fantastic training grounds. <laughs> you know, Mrs. Newman really created a program here as uh, you know, Rabbi Arts and, and Mrs. Uh, Pike said right. beforehand. She was really very forward thinking and uh, she really created an incredible program here which Rabbi Arts has been carrying on and, you know, now we're looking to the future both here and at our RTMA to see how we can leverage that to, to uh, even greater heights. How special is June 3rd going to be when uh, the, when this institution is recognized for these 50 years? June 3rd is going to be an incredible, incredible evening. Um, the program is going to be fantastic. We interviewed so many different people for a short video I can imagine the video is going to be very touching. Oh, uh, yeah. It's going <laughs> to be really wonderful. Um, and uh, there was a, a separate uh, video done, I think it was by the students here, uh, you know, commemorating Mrs. Newman, and we're going to incorporate that in as well. Right. So, because she was such a big part of what is still and um, you know Mrs. Moskowitz for her 17 years she's really an incredible person she's worked with so many other administrators uh, we've tried at different times to have like two principals and with better success or lesser success Mrs. Moskowitz has done it with uh, three different people and it's been incredible in each of those ways and that's really a credit to her as a person and the way she works with people. Well, she certainly has had an amazing run here. And the yeah. Lave Tove Award Lave that Tove night? Award. Uh, so the Bassins. The Bassins are really, really wonderful people. Um, the Lave Tove Award was envisioned as more of a community award, not a school-specific award. Uh, Ify Bassin is the gabai in the main show. Amy is involved in a lot of community things as well, but she also uh, runs our math enrichment program in the elementary school because we try to kind of, you know, at every level. Yeah, of course. Push and they'll the be recognized that night. Exactly. Uh, information about the dinner, thejec.org. We hope to be there and celebrate with everybody at JEC, their 73rd annual dinner and the big tribute to Brewery is 50th. Again, it's June the 3rd. Go to thejec.org. Reservations and uh, journal ads, etc. all available there. It's easy to do uh, right there 
online. So you have a lot of great, uh, a lot of great things happening here. Uh, big transition as we discussed earlier, but it right. seems that things are really uh, going in the right Running direction. Very smoothly. It's been really a very smooth transition, and that's a credit again to Mrs. Moskowitz and Rabbi Hachbaum that they've really been working so well together. It's uh, portends for a really, really wonderful future. When was this building? Completed to the point that it looks the way it does now. This um, was how many years ago? That right, so uh, the building that we're in right now, the ballroom building, right. was built in, completed in 1972, right before my bar mitzvah. All right uh, there, you go. <laughs> Revealing secrets. Huh? That's it. Uh, yeah. So Matas and I have known each other for about many years. <laughs> Um, and uh, the new building, I think, was completed uh, just over 10 years ago. Is it already 10 years? Yeah. Wow. I was going to say like five years. Yeah, already no. 10 years. My gosh. 10 years. Time flies, doesn't yeah. it? Uh, Rabbi Taitz, a mazel tov to you. We'll see you on the 3rd of June. Bezrat Hashem. Congratulations on everything that continues to uh, happen here. Fantastic. Thanks. Great seeing you. Rabbi Eliyahu Taitz, uh, Associate Dean, and uh, welcoming us here this morning for Brewery at 50, and of course, in commemoration of everything happening at the Jewish Educational Center. JM and the AM, more coming up if you keep it here at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills on the web, jmandtheam.org. Don't forget, you can watch all of the proceedings on Ustream. It's very simple. All you got to do is go to uh, ustream.tv slash channel slash Nahum Siegel Net. And if you do all that, you'll be able to uh, see what's happening here. Plus, you could actually comment on what's going on. That's right. You could actually comment on what's going on. And everybody out there who, uh, ha- who who's able to access Ustream, you uh, go ahead and uh, you'll be able to watch me and my guests this morning. We're here until 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Don't forget, we have a full slate of incredible programming all day long on the stream at jmnam.org, including Essie's Weig, and a brand new music, Z-Report Live Lunch, coming up at 12 noon today, all on the stream at jmnam.org.
talk about fun, energy, and uh, camaraderie and all the great things about high school, uh, Aliza Blumenthal will be joining us coming up. I know that most people are tuned in just to hear her. No, no insult to the Goldbergs, who are my next guest, but I know that most people are tuned in to hear Aliza. She will join us before 9 o'clock this morning. Fear not. You want a good piece of JM and the AM Brewery, a high school trivia? Anybody want a good piece of trivia? Listen to this text I just got from Stacy Siegel. She claims that she used to babysit for Mrs. Pikus's kids. How do you like that? Is that true? Mrs. Pikus has affirmed the text from the First Lady of JM in the AM. David and Lisa Goldberg are here. Their son, Benji, is a current RTMA student, I believe in 12th grade, right? Correct. He's got senioritis. But even in, but here, even when you have senioritis, there are a lot of tests to take. He still has, he still has some exams that are left on his schedule before graduation starts. Um, David Goldberg, who sits to my left, is an alum of RTMA, the class of 1976. Dave and Lisa have two other children who graduated from RTMA and Brewery, respectively. David and Lisa, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. It's always important to get a parental perspective when we visit a school and try to find out what's really happening, what the inside story is at a great educational institution. David, we'll start with you. As an alum, how do you view your years back then and then what you see today in 2013? Well, you're right, Nachum. Uh, I do have a unique perspective as an alum. And, and all the wonderful things that I remember about this school, specifically the relationships with the Rebellion and the friendships I made and the warmth, um, hold true to this day, even through uh, my son's graduation. All the classes, the Rebellion, the friendships, it's, uh, it's still the same. And I think that's what makes JC unique. 
So you remember it as a uh, great golden era back then, and you still think that it's like that today. Fondly remember it, and I, I know I see uh, what goes on. My my kids uh, spend Shabbos at the Rebbeim, and uh, the teachers, just the relationship. When I visit the school, it's uh, it's a wonderful feeling that was and continues to be. Has the workload been too tough on Benji over the last four <laughs> years? Let's get down to brass tacks here. <laughs> Has it been a difficult workload over the last four years, Benji? Uh, it wasn't too bad. Hopefully. It wasn't too bad? It wasn't too bad. It's like any other school, but it's a lot of fun. So there's some nights where it's late night with a lot of work and other nights where it's right, a little exactly, bit more relaxed. Exactly, yeah. What's it like being a senior? It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Have you made your plans for next year yet? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be attending Reshit Yerushalayim. And your parents helped you with that decision, or this was something that was made independently? Uh, this was an independent decision. Oh, so. very nice. <laughs> Are they happy with the choice? Have your parents given their thumbs up to the choice in Israel? Yeah, they definitely support me, and they just want me to do my best. Baruch Hashem, we're speaking with the Goldberg family. Uh, so Lisa, as a uh, as a uh, mother of uh, all these graduates from RTMA and Bruria, are you ha- happy with the choice of high schools that your family made? We are really very, very happy with the choices we made. Um, the schools have given our kids wonderful educations. Mrs. Newman and Mrs. Moskowitz were amazing educators, administrators, and role models for our children. They crafted each child's... Um, curriculum to them. In Benji's AP calculus class this year, there's a 10th grader who just excels in math, and he's in the class. When Benji was in 10th grade, he doubled up in geometry and uh, algebra 2 because he knew he wanted to do pre-calc in 11th grade. He sounds like one of those very smart students. So they really, really kind of craft each kid's uh, curriculum to their own needs. Well, that's the way to do it. How else is... uh, No no other system works that we know, and when you're able to uh, craft the academics to each individual student, that's what works best, that's for sure. David, go back to uh, 1976. What was your greatest memory of those four years? <laughs> was there a highlight of those four years that you discussed since you graduated way back when? <laughs> uh, well, Nachum, there were many highlights, but uh, one in particular that I continue to recall, and it came back to haunt me, and I'll explain. Yeah. Um, back now I'm in, glad I asked the question. <laughs> back in the day, we used to have a senior faculty basketball game, and um, uh, one of the teachers playing, Mr. Glazer, who I don't know if he's still teaching here, I believe he is. Mr. Glazer's still here, <laughs> one of our favorites. So We need another interview with Mr. Glazer, like my historic one from about a year ago. <laughs> so uh, the game was pretty heated, and it was getting a little rough and physical, and Mr. Glazer got the ball, he was free in the corner of the gym, and he took this long two-handed set shot and I came by and I swatted the ball away I just totally clean no foul perfect fast forward to um, 2007 or 2008 when we were at a back-to-school night here at Peoria for my daughter and the class is filled with parents and Mr. Glazer came in and described what he was going to do in his history class and everything and at the end of the um, at the end of his description, he looked right at me and said, Mr. Goldberg, I didn't forget what you did to me. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't prevent you from graduating, <laughs> frankly. 
Uh, nice shout out to Mr. Glazer, and I'm glad you told that story. Well, let's hear it for the Goldbergs. David and Lisa Goldberg are big proponents of RTMA and Breweria High Schools. Hey, Benji, Mazel tov to you. Enjoy. Gra- what date is graduation? June 9th. You're counting down the days, I would hope. Yep. You've probably been doing that since your freshman year, like all high school students. Congratulations. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'd also like to say that we are looking forward to the dinner on June uh-huh. 3rd, celebrating uh, Breweria's 50th anniversary. Correct. As well as paying tribute to Mrs. Moskowitz, who was a wonderful uh, educator. So the 73rd annual dinner uh, under the leadership of the Jewish Educational Center happens on June 3rd. Everyone's encouraged to get those reservations in. Go to the website, thejc.org. And as uh, we just mentioned, the Breweria High School being being, uh, recognized for their 50 amazing years. And the Mrs. Hani Moskowitz, Ephraim, and Amy Basson being honored that night as well. Go to thejc.org. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Uh, Dina, we're ready for some more guests. Let's bring up some people as we start to get into the home stretch of our program. We have an amazing crowd here today, that's for sure. A lot of great people have come out, some students. Let's hear it for the students. Come on. All we talk about is the fun, energy, and enthusiasm of the student body. Let's hear it for those amazing students who are here today to join us at JM in the AM. And uh, we give them a very special shout-out. While we, our guests are being set up, I do want to mention we have a great Mazel Tov. The Lefkowitz and Elbaum families are celebrating tonight the wedding of uh, Simcha Lefkowitz and Miri Elbaum. I want to wish them a very special Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Thank you for that. And a, um, and again, a, a special Mazel Tov to all those who are being recognized at the Amuna Spring Luncheon later today in New York City. Mazel Tov to all. The honorees. Also, yesterday, we mentioned this earlier. Yesterday, JEC was the home of a naturalization service that saw 30 brand new immigrants, all from this area, all from the surrounding area. The, the rabbi was there? Oh, it was his program. Okay, I'm glad I mentioned it. <laughs> we we introduce uh, Rabbi Shariri Yablodsky, who's the associate principal of RTMA Middle School, and has brought a lot of innovative programs to the middle school. Good morning, Rabbi Yablonsky. Good morning. Good morning. I mentioned uh, what happened yesterday, and uh, Adina tells me this was your program yesterday, where 30 uh, new immigrants, 30 immigrants, uh, uh, took the oath to become citizens of the United States. It took place right here at JEC. And uh, from what we discussed earlier, from the accounts we heard from both staff members and students, it was quite an emotional get-together. It, it really was, but it was truly a team effort. Um, Mrs. Koch, the civics teacher of the 8th grade, initially thought about what to talk about in 8th grade. And our 8th graders took the citizenship test. It's 100 questions. Okay. And they had to study for it. And after that, they worked on a project of interviewing um, immigrants to the United States and about what their experiences were. She reached out to, Ms., um, to Adina to ideas of what to do. And Adina came up with this great idea which came to fruition yesterday and the feeling and in the room people were proud to be American and this includes the students even the young people were, had that type of emotion right? The, the, in the room it, everybody wanted to join the entire building was there I mean people came in I think from 3rd grade and up through 12th grade wasn't scheduled they just said I want to be there and when they were in the room and they heard all the speeches the place was silent. You, you can't believe third graders or twelfth graders quiet as speeches were taking place. 
That was a great idea. A great idea, uh, as you say, very emotional, and I'm sure made a tremendous impact on everybody, not just for yesterday, but it'll be long-lasting, that's for sure. Definitely on myself. (laughs) Uh, What else is happening uh, in terms of innovative programming in the middle school of RTMA? What can you tell us about uh, this, uh, this current school year? Well, we, we already have incorporated for a number of years a math program that is not the typical math program. It is by use of computers. Mm-hmm. We use a program called Math Excel. It has a variety of things that take place. We have two teachers in the room, sometimes four teachers in the room. The students work at their self-paced. We have some students in sixth grade that are already working on the seventh grade curriculum. Seventh grade is working on the eighth grade curriculum. Um, the teachers give something called mapping. There's something called math mission. Our sixth, seventh, and eighth graders right now are working on a math mission. They had to design by, was created by our math teacher, Mr. Garcia. They have to decorate a house with furniture, um, figure out how much paint has to take place. They have to use a tremendous amount of math skills, the math skills that they've been using this year. And they, the point of these math missions are to be, create a collaborative event that the way the real world works, you have yeah. to work together. Different people have to, and then they make a presentation. At Sounds the like end. the first step to becoming a contractor. Well, this one was, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about using different things for uh, actually worthwhile purposes down the road. You know, it's a very good profession, contracting. Yeah, I would think so. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they'll give us a cut. <laughs> and plumbing and designing and furniture, all this stuff could be, mm-hmm. could be very attractive careers down the road for some people. You never know. Yeah. And how are our students doing this year? Everybody's doing nicely? Really very nice. Really, really very nice. Our students have been experiencing many different many different fields. I mean, we just mentioned two of the things right. that took place. There are always different things that are advancing. We have in our Gemara curriculum that there are there's a clear focus in regards to reading. There is is a in, in the skills of focus regards to reading, we're working on as, as a school in regards to a curriculum in Chumash. We're developing developing even further our curriculum in Chumash. We're working on presently for this year. We're giving an exit skill test in regards to Chumash. We have so many things taking place at the same time. Um, the few minutes now will not suffice to be able to take place. Well, that's for sure. You know, I heard a, a, an analysis. Um uh, it was happened to have been a, a sports analysis about why players in certain sports today are so much better as first or second year players than than players were years ago. One of the things they mentioned was that uh, they are just so used to growing up with so much information and technology being thrown at them constantly. I, I assume at this point the students expect it, right? Like this is not as, as challenging as it sounds to someone my age. I guess for them it's basically you know. They're experts at this stuff already. Uh, yeah, to the point we try to figure out how not not to include iPods in classrooms, right. how to include iPods in classrooms. Right. That's that's really what the aim in education right now is. We don't want to keep it out. Right. And we have to figure out how to incorporate it. And we've been successful in certain ways, and we're experimenting. And my point being that the students are ready for it. Like a lot of people in my generation may think they're not, and it's too overwhelming, but it looks like they're plugged into it, so to speak. You tell them to do a PowerPoint, that's that's the joke. And it's, a, it's, and it's, just, it's just done. We don't need to give a class in PowerPoint. Right. That is it. It's, it's up there. Absolutely amazing. Well, continued success. Rabbi Sharir Yablonski is Associate Principal of RTMA Middle School. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. A pleasure having you here. JM in the AM as we broadcast from Brewery High School. And uh, we have a whole bunch of students and a lot of uh, fun, enthusiasm, and uh, great energy in the building. You know why? Because Bruria is celebrating 50 years. Could you imagine? And they'll be recognized on the night of uh, June the 3rd at the Venetian in Garfield, New Jersey. We say good morning to the Corbmans who are here. The Corbmans who uh, somehow are related to us, right? And our um, 
uh, and are a legendary family in this community. Would that be an accurate statement? I am. <laughs> we're legendary. Everybody in the crowd no says one yes. Told me we were legendary. Ex- except for you, everybody in the crowd says yes. Malka and Miri Corbin are a mother and daughter team. Now, both alums of Berga High School? Yes. Yep. Wow. Proudly so. I should ask what class or not. Ah, oh, you could. I was actually the same year as David, 1976. 1976. What do you remember about Berea back then? I guess what they were about 15 years old back then. Berea. Um, what I what what is actually a very interesting piece of trivia is that my ninth grade was the very first um, ninth grade to go through the four years of uh, Berea at this building, which we used to call the new building. Right. Back then. And now it's even newer. And now it's even newer. Now it's been added to and enhanced. And the chandelier remains through all. <laughs> it's always survived, huh? Yeah. From the beginning. Leah and her. So I know, I know that this is, you know, again, the, the typical uh, uh, topic I'd bring up, but it's hard to avoid. You're, you know, it's 30 years later or 35 years later. I, is the school the same to you as you experience it through your daughter's experience? Is it, ha, how would you say it compares to what you uh, had in the 1970s? I have an interesting perspective in that our older daughter is also an alum, class of 2001, my, my sister-in-law, my sisters. So if we've really gone through a major continuum at Breweria, which is, I, I think, very unique. Uh, my nieces as well. Uh, and what I have found to be most unique um, is the, the growth of extracurricular. Uh, the amazing close relationships that the girls form with teachers and they know that they are spoiled, quote unquote, <laughs> um, because it's, it's an amazing, amazing Kesher that the girls have um, with the faculty members. I think if you're a faculty member here, I also have that perspective because my husband and my son are both faculty members, Derek Agaf. Um, it's not just a job. Um, it's a commitment. It's a calling. Um, without that Kesher, you you simply can't have everything else that Berea is so renowned for. Um, I think the level of academics um, was just beginning to bloom in my era with Zichron um, Levracha, um, Mrs. Newman, who's very greatly missed. Um, she brought in phenomenal teachers. Um, and added uh, a curriculum which is now world-renowned. And I think what I've seen as um, Berea has evolved is not only the growth of the academia in both Limudei Kodesh and Limudei Chol, but again, that extracurriculum component so that really, it sounds like a cliche, but it's really true. Everybody can really shine at Berea. There's there's something that everyone can exercise their creativity. And I sort of alluded to this with our tights when we were talking about the reputation that Berea now enjoys uh, those young ladies out there who are known as a Bruria type girl, right? As an adjective, you know, forget about whether they go here or not. As an adjective, it is a tremendous compliment in our community these days. I think so. My daughter addressed that. How many years ago did you graduate? I graduated in 2011. And what have you been doing since graduation? I went to Mechlala for a year and a half. I just got back in January, and now I'm in Toro. Very yeah. nice. All right, we talk about continuing education. Sounds like you're on the right track. Yeah, I hope so. Baruch <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hashem. Malka and Miri Corbin are a mother and daughter alumna team uh, from both 1976 and 2011. And uh, I'm told that... Um, 
You were GO president? I was. Ah, yeah. you were GO president. Yeah. Right, it, it must bring back a lot of memories seeing the campaign go on this yeah, week. Yeah, it's super fun to see <laughs> Super <interested>. fun. <laughs> I'm sure it brings back. Good job, guys. Good luck. I'm sure it brings back a lot of memories of the uh, doggy dog world, of the world of politics, <laughs> at battling with, with your colleagues over the position. How, how many traditionally run for president? Do you have many candidates? My year, there were only two candidates. That's it. And, um, but other years, there could be as many as four. Anybody nominate many are running for president this year? There's three candidates this year? Wow. Good it's luck. Gonna, it's going to be rough and tumble until Friday morning. What time Friday do the polls open? 6 a.m.? Do we do this bright and early? We're coming back. We're going to live again. <laughs> What time did the polls open Friday? I need to know. About 10.30. 10.30. And you can vote till candle lighting or it ends earlier in the day? Well, how does it work? All right. To the Corbins, we say thank you. Thank you so much for joining us no this morning. No problem. And congratulations, Brewery. I hope to see you at the dinner. Yes. June 3rd, everybody. We'll see everybody at the dinner June 3rd. We'll celebrate Brewery's 50th that night. And, of course, pay tribute to all. The honoree special Wednesday on the road program. I want to thank our friends at Adorama who continue to be our, our special on the road partner. Did we bring Adorama caps for all of our brewery students? We did. Look at this. Make sure not to leave the room without an Adorama baseball cap. Summer's coming up. You know what I mean? Never, never enough of a supply of baseball caps. Susan Rifkin is here. I remember her as a great basketball player. Is that amazing that I remember you as a great basketball player? It is. It's amazing. Thank you for remembering me. Um, can we tell people what years you played basketball? Played 1977 to 81. Wow. Is that right? I think I remember newspaper clippings that had your name in it from when they covered games, right? The Star Ledger and the local papers here, right? They used to cover those games. Mr. Boudin made sure to get them in the papers. Correct. Remember Ira? Correct. Ira Boudin. He was like Mr. Publicity. For for basketball, he, he, I'll never forget that. There were always small articles. Remember that about this? There were always small articles about the accomplishments of J.C. Brewery on the basketball court. He used to pace the sidelines. Yeah, I used to pace the sidelines. Yeah, he <laughs> he was a very uh, he took his coaching very seriously. He had his coat off. We used to build like twenty to thirty point leads. He used to take his coat off, and when he got comfortable knowing we were going to win, he put his coat back on it about. <laughs> Three quarters into the game. That was his tradition? Yeah. A lot of traditions when it comes to JEC Brewery of Basketball. Lots of things going on in that gym, let me tell you. You know, it's funny because when you think about it, you guys at that time in the 70s probably had the state-of-the-art gym. Am I right or wrong? Was there? Any, I didn't even know if other schools had anything comparable. And that's why it was such an attraction, right? People would come and enjoy the game. It was always packed, I remember, at least the nights that I was here. Anyway, thank you for helping me reminisce. Uh, are you now the basketball coach? I am the basketball coach of both basketball teams. And are you as uh, intense as Ira was? Um, I'll let the girls answer that. <laughs> well, how? Or, wait, wait, wait. Let's say this. I'll let the banner speak for itself. Oh, <laughs> that's, the way, that's the way to put it. Boy, oh, boy, I'll tell you. The ring is the thing, huh? That's for sure. <laughs> boy, oh boy. How have we done recently? Can I ask you about this season, or that's a topic you'd like to avoid? I have no idea how you did. I have no clue. Um, we made it to the first round of the playoffs for both teams. All right. We finished 10-3 and three and 7-4. and four. There you go. Any superstars? Any 40-point-per-game players? Uh, no 40-point-game <laughs> players, but everybody's a superstar on our team. Ah, very nice. And it says here... You, it says... I'm sorry? I was just about last year's team. So the team that wrapped up in 2012, in early 2012, yes. just just off the cuff, I'm curious, how did they do? The ring's the thing. The ring is the thing. So the batter speaks yeah, yeah, yeah. for itself. Yeah, the batter speaks for itself. They're phenomenal kids. Greatest they... player you ever coached. Come on, let me put you on the spot, coach. Greatest player you ever coached. 
Um, it would be no secret to these young ladies. I'm sure they'd agree with you. Who's the greatest player you ever coached? Um, it's Tess. Oh, Tess, Tess? Blaustein. Yeah. Wow. There were people that. There were people in the corner trying to push for Aliza to be the number one t- player you ever coached. But I didn't coach her. Oh, there you go. That's that's why, Aliza. Otherwise, you would have won that competition. And it says here, uh, Coach Rifkin, that you're a teacher at Breweria as well. So it's not just basketball that you're teaching. It's not just values and skills on the court. Correct. I teach English. I'm the yearbook editor, uh, uh-huh. yearbook advisor, and um, SAT uh, teacher also. Is our yearbook complete yet for 2013? It is complete. When will it be uh, issued to the students? My or hope is that they'll have it before graduation. All right, and they'll have all the autographs and all the uh, right, all that's the, all the traditions of graduation. The hope is they'll have up. some time in there to autograph their uh, their yearbooks. You know, I went through this with my own kids. People don't realize how uh, stressful the faculty uh, advisor uh, job is when it comes to yearbook. They don't realize the deadlines, the work, the ads. It, it's a it's a difficult project each year. It's difficult. Um, I have a publishing background, so it was easier in terms of knowing what to anticipate, what to expect, and to teach the kids how to anticipate and expect that also. Um, but there's a team-building piece of it, so once they know how to work as a team, that's true. Um, that helps them a little In long. some ways, I guess it gets easier as the year goes on. That's true. All right, what are your thoughts as Burria celebrates its 50th and gets ready for June 3rd at the Venetian here in uh, New Jersey? Uh, one of the things that uh, speaks to me most that I take from uh, Brewery. It's not necessarily what I learned in the classroom. It's the seeds that were planted for great friendships, and I'm actually going to be spending time with friends at that dinner. Yeah, you certainly will. There'll be a yeah. lot of people. I'm sure yeah. it'll be a great night for reunion and reminiscing. It sure will. Thank you so much for joining Thanks us for today. Me. Susan Rifkin, everybody. Great teacher, but from what we hear, even greater basketball coach. How do you like that? As good a coach as a player she was? Who knows? We'll leave that to those who analyze these things to uh, check those out. And we have another guest stepping up. Rabbi Schwartz is here. Rabbi Rabbi Shlomo Schwartz is here. Rabbi Schwartz, good morning. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be on. Rabbi Schwartz, I'm going to have to rely on you to tell me your title and your role here at the uh, JEC system, if you don't mind. I am the principal of the Yeshiva of Elizabeth Elementary School Division of the Jewish Educational Center. Ah, so it sounds like you have one of those easy jobs. (laughs) Baruch Hashem, coming and being able to see the kids grow from the early stage and see them develop as B'nai Ben Ostara is the most uh, incredible privilege that one can have. You know the staff of Breweria and RT owe you a debt of gratitude. You know that. Because it's only because of what you do during the early years that they're able to get so many quality students. You realize that, Rabbi Schwartz. I would say in turn I owe a tremendous debt of gratitude, not only professionally, but personally, to the Yeshiva of Elizabeth and to Burya. My wife is an Elizabeth native. Very nice. And my sisters and sisters all benefited from the Burya program. And I think uh, this 50th anniversary is certainly an occasion for my family to express our car. Well, there's no question about it. A lot of families will be getting together and paying tribute for good reason. You have been the principal for how long? Five years. Very nice. And uh, the, I call it, you know, tongue-in-cheek, one of the easiest jobs. What's one of the most difficult things? What are the, some of the challenges when you're a principal of kids that age? The most challenging thing is ensuring that we don't lose sight of the individual needs of each child as we get involved in curriculum. The way to a child's mind is through his or her heart, and the way to the parents is through the children. And it is our primary obligation to make sure that each child feels a warm, nurturing environment so we can scaffold their growth for a lifelong uh, experience as a learner. Yeah, when things started in the 1940s, Rabbi Tights, I would guess that uh, individuality was not 
a major focus in education in general. I would, I would guess it was not like today. Thank God today you're able to incorporate what you just mentioned and that kids can be uh, uh, observed closely and be given the direction that they need, you know, the individual direction that they need. It's a credit to the teachers and the faculty and the dedicated hours they put in both in and out of the building that we're able to accomplish what we can to try to foster each children's school. Is the school growing? Have you seen nice growth over the last five years? Baruch Hashem, the enrollment was up last year by uh, several percent and this year we have the highest number of applicants to our early childhood in recent memory. Very nice. And on top of which, uh, Baruch Hashem, with all the different programs we've been able to put in both academically and effectively and working with the other divisions, the uh, future goes of the yeshiva is something which looks very optimistic to us all. Well, we've spoken a lot this morning about high schools and middle schools. We should recognize the youngsters as well, those young kids who are going to be uh, uh, the leaders of tomorrow because it doesn't just start in high school and middle school. It starts all the way in elementary school. By Shlomo Schwartz, send our best regards to all the young students, please. Thank you very much. And thank you for joining us this morning. Happy 50th Berea High School. That's right. Oh, listen to that. Listen to the amazing students celebrating as they're building up to the big event coming up on June the 3rd as we pay tribute to Breweria that night for their incredible first 50 years. We have more special guests here in our makeshift studio, and uh, we'll introduce them to you in just a moment right here at JMN. Big shout-out going out to our friends at One Stop Market. Do you guys know that it's One Stop? And the Glot Star that catered this morning's breakfast here at Breweria, yeah. Pinchas Casira is owner of One Stop and Glot Star, and we thank him. Big thank you to ZK, who's here in our uh, makeshift studio and has set things up this morning to broadcast. And, of course, to Stan, who's back at our home base in Jersey City. And a big thank you to uh, all the people that have uh, played such a role in making this morning possible. I want to thank David Netkin, who's doing our Ustream feed, and, of course, Adina Abramoff, who has... Um, where am I here? Adina Abramoff, who has coordinated everything on this end here at Berea High School. And are these our special guests? Yes, and our special guests. <laughs> Only 15 minutes to go. Not a bad time to lose control of the show. As Matis always reminds me, if you're going to lose control of the show, do it at 845 and not 745. Uh, are these, in fact, the Bassins? Yes, Mazel Tov! Mazel Tov to the ba- Hey, come on! Mazel Tov to the Bassins! <laughs> you know, there's so much focus on Breweria's 50th. You know, who would want to be on the same honoree bill with Breweria? You know, you, you could get lost in the shuffle. We're going to make sure the Bassins don't get lost in the shuffle because on the night... Of June 3rd, the Lave Tove Award goes to Ephraim and Amy Basson. Uh, they're being honored at the upcoming dinner. Amy teaches math enrichment at JEC. Has introduced great innovative programming here that the entire school benefits from. Tell me about the math fair. Oh, so I teach enrichment and I teach math honors. And we just had a math fair that um, the enrichment students each created a game where they studied binary operations, they studied uh, digits, and they studied patterns. And the first, second, and third grade games, the graders make games for the whole school. Right. And the kids came and played the games. Well, unfortunately, I probably wouldn't be able to complete any of those math games. But, hey, I wasn't designated for math stardom. That much I can tell you. Well, I can tell you you that all the first, second, and third graders who came yeah. were able to play the game. They were able to do it. Because my kids taught them, and um, I've made a culture of math is cool at the school. And nobody knows a topic better than when they could teach it. So mm-hmm. when your students could teach other students, you know they know the material very well. Yes. 
Uh, congratulations on June 3rd. I'm sure you're very excited about all this. We are. Have you been associated with the school for how many years? Well, um, I'm a parent, right. um, and I'm a teacher, so about a long time. 20 years. It's been a nice, uh, a nice long stretch. And uh, we should get Ephraim in here. Good morning to you, Ephraim. Good morning, Nachum. Mazel tov on this award. Thank you. And being recognized. What are your thoughts as Breweria celebrates 50 and we have this big celebration with JEC on June 3rd? So I think it's wonderful. Breweria is a fine school. It's been around for a while. Even when I was growing up, <laughs> uh, I knew of Breweria, even though I didn't even live in the New York area. Even then, it was starting to get its reputation. Um, it's a fine school, and of course, our daughter went here, and we were very happy with the education she got. Well, congratulations. It's going to be a big night, June 3rd, and the Lev Tov Award will go to the two of you. Mazel Tov. Thank you. And thank you, thank you for joining us this morning. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Somebody who's been an amazing uh, presence on the radio, and from what I'm told, an even more amazing presence at Breweria High School since she first walked into this building, which would be how long ago, Aliza Blumenthal? The first time I walked in? Yeah, the first time you walked into this building. 1991. In 1991. I've been here a really long time. Remember way back when, way back then, it was a long time ago. I I graduated, right. I said early this morning. That the fun and the energy and the enthusiasm in this building comes from the student body. You agree with that, Elisa? Look at what's going on here. It is the fun, the energy, the, it, this is what it is. You know, people ask, you know, do you enjoy shows like this, hitting the road, visiting a school? This is what makes it so exciting. And many of these students might suggest that you are responsible for their energy, fun, and enthusiasm. What's your reaction to that? They give me energy. They give you the energy? They I do. thought they give you the credit for all the energy. No, no, they give me the energy. <laughs> well, it's an amazing group of students. You continue, give me your official title, continue to serve as Director of? Director of Student Programs. Amazing. You've been doing this for quite a while, no? Uh, seven years. Wow. A long time. What's been the most innovative student program in the last week? Tell me. <laughs> in the last week. Are you enjoying this campaign, by the way? Did you notice, I'm, I'm, did you notice I'm how down and dirty this campaign is I was getting listening, out there? I was listening this morning to Rabbi Hagler and what he was talking about, and I was wondering. Um, it is, um, yes, thank God, I'm in charge of it. All of the students sent me their speeches for the, they all present something on Friday to the student body. Is it true that one of the candidates for president is running on a platform of no more math classes. Is that true or not? <laughs> we tell them they're not allowed, That's they're not not allowed to promise anything. They're not allowed to promise anything. <laughs> Can they bribe any of the voters? They're not allowed. They cannot do- I should bring you the sheet of they all cannot their bring, rules. They can't bring in donuts and chocolate bars. No, 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 f- no food. Wow. No throwing things at I'll people. No putting stickers on people. Well, I, I guess this campaign is not as rough and tumble as I thought it was. <laughs> When you add those elements, all of a sudden that's what happens. So tell me, Brewery is 50 years old. It's a big celebration. Obviously, you're a you're somebody who uh, who loves this place, and you've told us this many times over the years. What are your thoughts now in 2013? How is the school year going? Uh, Who's that? Are you making announcements while we're doing the show? On? What's happening? That would be Rabbi Hagler. So what's your reaction He's to Brewery? saying something about if you're in the ballroom. Ah, don't worry okay. about that. Yeah. You just tell me what you think of Breweria in 2013. I think Breweria in 2013 is amazing. I have an aunt that graduated from Breweria. I have two sisters who graduated Breweria, a brother who went to JAC, a mother who worked in Breweria. I am a graduate. I have a sister-in-law who will be at your house for lunch who graduated Breweria. You can talk to her about (laughs) it. I better ask (laughs) 
You're you're what we call a ringer in the world of education. This you're, is. You're completely enveloped with brewery ice. Totally. Who have you brought along with you this morning to help wrap up our show? Who are these young ladies? I brought some wonderful. Well, I brought uh, many. I see. You brought a whole crowd. <laughs> we don't have My that God. kind of time. So here we go. Who do we have time Four for? Four wonderful ladies. Here we go. Ricky. Hello. Say hello. Go close. Hello. Ricky, what grade are you in? Tenth. Tenth grade. Oh, tenth grade could be grueling, huh? Did you have one of those nights last night where you were up till 2 a.m. studying those books? I know how 10th grade can be. Was it was it like that for you last night? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Ask Ricky about her 10th grade let first me, about pet teacher. Let me explain to you. <laughs> let me explain to you what you do. At about 1 a.m. when you cannot solve that science problem, you call Matis Wangas like I used to do. He explains it to you in 10, 15 minutes, and you're ready to go to sleep. Okay, That's how we'll it works. Do. That's the only way to get through it. Otherwise, if you don't have a good friend who's ready to help you out, I don't know how you can get through high school. Let Aww. me tell you. Uh, anyway, where do you hail from? Are you from uh, Elizabeth? Um, no, I live in Highland Park. Highland Park, New Jersey. Imagine that. We continue to send 200 students from Highland Park to Brewery every day. Is that how it works? A little less than 200? Yeah, about five buses. Are about there that many buses. buses? Yeah, no, one. It's a big crowd. <laughs> um, big... Ask Ricky where she's really from. Ricky, where are you really from? From Miami Beach, Florida. Ah, Woo-hoo. so because we met students who were from, where, Virginia that time, right? And South Africa. And Florida. And Florida. Were you with us that time or not? No, no. no. This is a new student for us. This is a new guest. Yes. Right? And are you living in Florida still? No, I, I moved. You've there. moved now to New yeah. Jersey. Very nice. Well, congratulations, and I thought maybe you are boarding with somebody in Highland Park. No. That was, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was overthinking, wasn't I? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you want to say hi to anybody in Highland Park this morning? Um. Well, I guess my whole class, 207. Shout I would out. hope so. <laughs> I would hope they're all listening today. Who's in 207 here? <laughs> all right. Nice representation. Uh, thank you for joining us thank today. Thank you. And best regards, everybody down in Florida. Okay. Who do we have next, Alisa? Next we have Tani. I like meeting the students. It gives me the feeling that, hey, a school really exists here. There's students. So, like, real students. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, where are you a student? In what grade? I'm in 10th grade. It's also 10th grade. Yeah. I, have to give you I have to give you Matis' email so you can contact him <laughs> those late-night science questions. I thank God he's here is right. I mean, I'm telling you, there's no other way to get through high school than have somebody who you can call when you're stumped with one of those questions. Although someone told me today you could use Google. Either one. I think either one will work. Anyway, uh, who are you saying hi to today? Hi, say hi to my family. I hope they're tuned in. They know you're a radio star at this point. How could they avoid listening in this morning? What's the best thing about Breweria? I think the relationship that the teachers offer to the students. There you have it. How many times have we heard that mantra, Lisa? How many times have we sat on this side of the microphone and heard that from students who talk about how great their teachers are and how much they value their relationship? Who's next there, Lisa? Sarah. Hey, Sarah. How are you? I'm where, good. Where are you from? Bergenfield. Bergenfield, New Jersey. The geographic map of this high school is amazing. They come from everywhere. And uh, Bergenfield, New Jersey is represented here this morning. What grade are you in? Tenth. Oh, my gosh. Another tenth grader. <laughs> Do you, Matis, do you take calls from Bergen County, or is this only a late-night Elizabeth thing where you're willing to help students? Well, how is it going so far in 10th grade? You know, it could be a grueling year, 10th grade. You know that. 10th grade's actually been a really good year so It's far. been all right, smooth, yeah. and it's coming to an end soon. Yeah. All right. Well, we wish you luck as uh, as you wrap up. Uh, I assume finals are on the way, right? Pretty soon, yeah. 
You know, you want to make sure to ace every one of those, make your parents proud, you know how it is, school yeah. spirit, all that. Uh, you want to say hi to anybody this morning? Um, I want to say hi to the Adams family. There you go. And my Adams. family. Thank you very much. I hope they're tuned in. And finally, Aliza, to wrap things up this morning, one of your star students. Who is this? Meira. Hey, Meira. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. Things are going well so far this year? Yep. Thank God. Could you, what grade are you in? Tenth. Could you imagine that finally <laughs> the school year is coming to an end? How do we feel? In the middle of May, as the school year approaches its end. When we're at Brewery, are we sad because the school year is ending? Or are we like every other high school in the world where we are thrilled that the school year is ending? Um, I think mixed feelings. Huh? I mean, I'm excited for the summer, but also 10th grade is easier than 11th grade. So. <laughs> I actually enjoyed 11th grade more than 10th. What does that say about me, I wonder? <laughs> And finally, uh, oh, I'm told Meira's a Motetchid. So which Motetchids are you? Um, Yitz and Chang. Oh, my gosh. Send my best. Send my best to your amazing parents. I don't have time to reminisce now, but I can tell you a thousand stories if we had time. So there you have it, folks. These students of Ruria High School. <laughs> Rabbi Tights, will any of the students be at the dinner on June 3rd? You do suspect that some will be attending that night. Guess what, folks? Spuria High School will be presented with their 50th anniversary cake on the night of June 3rd at the Venetian. I'm not kidding. Have you spoken to the caterer? Will he be providing a nice 50th anniversary cake? And a nice gold watch. A collective gold watch that they'll hang on the ballroom wall here at Bruria <laughs> High School. Congratulations, Bruria. They chose JM and the AM to kick off their 50th anniversary celebration. We expect to see everybody on the night of June 3rd at the Venetian. And uh, I remind you that it's very easy to place a reservation in a dinner journal ad. And that's thejec.org, thejec.org. R.G. The keynote speaker that night, Rabbi Chaim Wasserman, who no doubt goes back with this educational institution for many, many decades. I look forward to seeing Rabbi Wasserman, who is an amazing speaker, and I'm sure will inspire the crowd that night. Again, reservations, dinner journal, thejec.org. Just over a week to go, uh, which means you have... Um, Enough of an opportunity to get those reservations in. And those alums that have been in touch with us from Israel uh, today, you can participate. Rabbi Tite says you don't necessarily have to fly in for the dinner, but you can certainly participate. There's a special uh, dinner journal section that will be in memory of Mrs. Newman, and obviously uh, uh, the journal sections that will be dedicated to the honorees of the evening, including Berea High School. So participate by going to the website and uh, and um, uh, getting your reservations and journal ads. And reminder, we're on the stream all day long at jmtheam.org. Uh, we'll have a live radio program coming up at 12 noon with Yossi Zwag, where he'll go through a whole bunch of brand-new Jewish music and plenty more. Again, a mazel tov to all the... Um, uh, the people at uh, Bruria High School are celebrating 50 and for joining us here this morning. Greatly appreciate it. I also wanted to, uh, again, wish a mazel tov to the Lefkowitz and Elbaum families as they celebrate uh, Simcha and Miri's wedding happening later tonight. Mazel tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. Tomorrow we are back in our studio. Thank you, Bruria High School. Rabbi Teich, Rabbi Oratz, Adina Abramoff, and everybody. There's so many people I could uh, 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 thank at this moment. I don't want to forget anybody. Thank you all for joining us here today. Achenu Yisrael and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Round the world on the web, jmtheam.org. 
I want to thank Stan in our studio, ZK on the spot, David Netkin with our Ustream video, Mary Mal Wallach for all her coordination, Adina Abramoff for coordinating on Brewery's End, uh, Charby Tights, and all the amazing administrators, staff members, faculty members, everybody who played a role in getting us here today. A big thank you to our caterer at One Stop. And ZK and I want to give a special shout-out to the technical staff at Bruria for getting us started at 5 a.m. this morning, getting past every firewall and every at every hurdle on the Internet that we needed in order to broadcast here this morning. Happy 50th, Bruria. We'll see you on June 3rd. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.